Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, pretty good-sized show tonight. We got Doctor Who, Fear of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond, too many Walking Dead shows, 4400, The Wheel of Time, Discovery, and we're going to start the show tonight by talking about Marvel's The Eternals. And I have a co-host who's raising their hand again. Good evening. Good evening, it's Karen. I know. I didn't raise, you know, hand raising must be a new thing when you join the host, when you press one for the, to join the host queue, because there's no like, right, I'm not in the, I'm not online, I'm only on the phone, so there's no hand raise. So it must be just a new feature. Probably. From entering the host queue, yeah. Um, but anyway, hi. Hi. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. It was very good. Good. Hope you had a good, good. one too. I'm glad. Did you go did, did you good. go up to your parents for Thanksgiving? I went to my parents and we went to my brother and sister in law's house. Um I believe and I caught a cold, I believe I caught a cold from my, my niece and nephew are back in school. Uh and so germs are passing around I get like every time I go near these kids for the last like ten years I catch a cold again, right? <laughs> so I think Kids I think are, well, <laughs> right? Kids are walking yeah. germs. <laughs> yep, and I think you know now that we're coming. Last year we were all locked down. I think the consequence of like being around people again and and dropping our masks is like I caught a cold. I actually it, it wasn't COVID. I took a, a rapid test yesterday, uh, mainly because I had a hair appointment, and I was like, oh, if I show up at my hair appointment like sniffling or whatever, they're gonna like throw me out, and rightly so, right? <laughs> like they might be nervous. <laughs> And and then I won't be able to get another hair appointment for like six or eight weeks. So I went down to the CVS, took a rapid test. It I was negative. Jimmy gets it right. God, no, you can't, I get like, that because you don't want to yeah. have to. It takes forever to get back in the way things are now. You don't want to. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, uh, well, also, okay. What I should say, I took a COVID test for the good of humanity, so I won't pass it around to people. And also, yeah, so I wouldn't have to. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, and also to preserve my hair appointment. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, so it's just a cold. I haven't had a cold since 2019. It's my first cold since like before this whole thing, right? So like two years I've had a cold. See, I don't know the difference because I get one cold a year, if that. So. <laughs> really? You're like yeah, and it's, it's, you it's always small, too. You have a small kid in the house. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I have I have a seven year or eight year old, so yeah, he's full of germs. And you're not um, sick yeah, it's all year pissed. round, like ever since he's in daycare. No, no, it pisses uh pisses Alyssa off because she's sick all the time, and she knows me. She's like she hates it. Like I'll get you know I'll have a cold for like 24 hours, and then I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> she gets so pissed off because she gets a cold and just hangs on for like really? two weeks. You're like Jerry on Seinfeld. Remember on Seinfeld, Jerry hadn't vomited for like 15 years, and he like didn't oh, want yeah. to preserve his streak. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that was the, my my Thanksgiving ended up in a cold, but it's it's passing actually. It's all gone. Uh, so, and my hair looks really good today. So, 
Well, that's <laughs> all my gray, that's my good. gray that's hair. That's so the I important feel. part. That is the important uh-huh. part, yeah. So, um, anyway, I hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving, too. Um, uh, AJ, I'm sure you cooked. Uh, I did. I and you know what I made this year? I hadn't made I hadn't made before. So a while ago, I got uh, I found this tiramisu recipe, and I've been wanting oh. to make it. And I was like Thanksgiving. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make tiramisu for Thanksgiving. My first time making it, and let me tell you, it was a hit. It came out so oh, good. Yeah? I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, it was so good, good for you. Good for you, AJ. I cook nothing. I find myself. I find myself lately, I don't want to do anything. Like, I, I want to, I need to play the lottery and become independently wealthy or something. Because all I want to do <laughs> yeah, lately, I that too. <laughs> all, but no, all I want to do lately, I just want to read, write, bake, and cook. That's all I want to do lately. <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything else. Like, you know, oh, we yeah. go through the same patterns, you know, eating dinner and stuff. At, at, you know, it's like, you know, we got like our, our five usual meals, and I was like, I just need to change it up. Like I made uh, pulled pork a couple of weeks ago because I just I need to change it up. It's like after a while, it's the same thing. It's like uh, mac and cheese again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you need to be wealthy so, so you can just anyway. eat right and cook all the time. Yeah, exactly. So yep. anyway, so we should probably get anyway. a move on here. Yep. Okay. So we're going to start with Eternals. So we're going to talk Eternals. <laughs> and then we'll do Doctor yeah. Who after. Yep. Yeah. And yes. then launch into the rest of the so show. Yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I got a feeling how the three of us feel. So why don't we start with Karen, and then we'll do Jamie, and then I'll type in third. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like Karen hated it more than, than Jamie and I did. Well, I just came home from – I just went to watch it. As you know, this evening, I, like, just came home from watching it. Um, and, you know, I can say that I'm really glad that I caught the, like, Tuesday matinee for five seventy five because it was not worth $13. Um, and I really felt like the movie was, was way too long. It was, like, 40 minutes – it was, like, two hours and 40 minutes, right, which I think is about 40 minutes longer than it should have been. And yet it wasn't long enough because – I never, uh, I don't. I never really cared about the characters. Like there just wasn't enough. I, I don't know. I also was very frustrated that probably fully a third of the movie was exposition, told mostly through flashbacks. Right. Um, I think. I think. I think there were there were too many characters, and there wasn't enough time to help me to allow me to invest in these characters and to really like like particularly. I felt like. Um, I mean, I love Lauren Ridloff, and it's great to see her on screen, but I think she in particular, you know, had very little to do except for action scenes. Um, I really wanted to like the Angelina Jolie character more, but she wasn't, I don't know, there was too much and yet not enough in this movie, and like tons of exposition, and you can really see, I know it's not possible, like, part of the reason the Avengers works is because each Avenger had at least one or more movies to be fully introduced to us before we, before they became the Avengers. I know you can't do that with the Eternals. I don't think you can do it with the Eternals. I haven't read the comic books, but I don't think like they were ever standalone. Anyway, too much and yet not enough. And so 
it just felt so exposition-y, and I just couldn't really care that much about any of the characters. Um, so, and I won't talk about that, but we'll we'll table the post-credit scenes until we finish our movie review. So I'm looking forward to AJ maybe explaining some things from the comics about why Marvel thought this should be the next movie, why these people should have a movie at all. Yeah, I pretty much everything you said is how I feel. Um, I think part of the problem is, (laughs) well, no, I'm thinking everything you're saying I agree with. Um, I think you're right. I don't think they could do a Marvel movie for each and every character. Um, I think the difference is, too, though, is that the other characters are more well-known. Like, even if you haven't seen Avengers, you know who the Hulk is. You know who, I mean, maybe not all of them, but the majority of them, you know who they are just from pop culture. I had no clue who any of these people were. And I think the problem is, is okay, number one, you start off the movie and it was like a good action movie where it started out with what was happening. But then you had to get the flashback. And then I was like, I don't care about this. I don't want to see this. And I got really bored for the first half of the movie. I understood after why you had to get all that stuff. And I agree, it was all exposition. And by the second half of the movie, I, I, I guess I cared more about them. But it was so much split between the two time periods, I think, was also a problem. That's why I think it would have worked better as a series because, like you said, you would have got more time to get the know of the people who actually cared about what happened. Or either that or maybe cut back on half the characters. But I, I understand why at the same time why they didn't do that because then people would have complained the characters were missing. But, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just like the first half of it to me was so boring. And it wasn't until I was like at least halfway through the movie where I'm like, okay, I, I care a little more. And, and, yeah, some of them had hardly anything to do. That's why I was really surprised Angelina Jolie had, like, such a small part. Um, yeah. I necessarily cared. I'm just saying, like, it was surprising. Um, yeah, and we just really didn't get to know hardly anything about most of them. I mean, it was pretty much all revolving, almost all revolving around the one character. Not that she wasn't a good character, but, um, yeah, I think that it would have either been better to – have a series or maybe even have like a prequel movie that took place all in the past and then had a movie that was all in the present instead of so much hip hopping. I, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. That's mean, a, it was a good movie, but when I go see a Marvel movie, I expect an excellent movie. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking of the whole thing. It wasn't that it was bad. It just wasn't great. Fair enough. AJ, your turn. See, and, and I, I, I agree. Um, very large cast, not enough time to get to know the characters and who they are um, in, in the amount of time given. Um, that was my one problem. I think for me, I enjoyed it, but I think for me going into it, I, I got what I expected going into the movie. Um, while Chloe Zhao is a, an award-winning director, her movies are people movies. You know, like uh-huh. Nomadland. Um, that's a movie about just simple people. It's not a big action movie, you know. It's like, it's like I feel like Marvel and Disney, every time, you know, it, like they're getting all these directors and everything, they're like, oh, you've won awards. You're going to be an amazing director for this big action movie. Something Chloe Zhao has never done. And I feel like she did a good job. I feel like the beginning of the movie, she, you know, the movie was very – uh, character-oriented, the action sequences um, weren't as, 
larger than life as a lot of the Marvel movies, which is kind of what I expected from her. You know, this is kind of like her first time directing a movie like this. And I, so I, I, I got pretty much exactly what I was expecting to get. Um, I wasn't expect I wasn't expecting to go in and have this be a great Marvel movie because I knew I had a feeling it couldn't be because there's not enough time to get to know the characters. Um, I mean, hell, some of the characters died before we even really knew anything about them, you know. And yeah, um, you know, but there were certain things I, I really enjoyed. Like I like the fact that Sprite is responsible for some of the um, Greek mythology stories we've heard, you know, over the years, like, like Icarus, the boy who flew too close to the sun and, you know, and they even make a point of saying, Oh, that's just a story that Sprite told when we were living in Greece, you know, you know, Athena is actually Athena, you know, drop the A. She even makes, you know, there's even a joke about that, you know? Um, So, yeah, I feel like, I, I don't know why Marvel necessarily decided they were I, – I feel like – all right, how do I put this? I think they did a movie for the Eternals to introduce us to Celestials um, because I feel like they're going to play a part going forward. Like, all right, perfect example. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Kurt Russell's character, Ego. He's a celestial. So it'll tie tie in to the larger picture. I just think – so I feel like that's why they did the Eternals, to introduce us to that stuff, because going forward there are going to be characters that I'm sure that are going to pop up so that when they do pop up, we're not going, what the hell is a celestial? Having the Eternals, we know that. Unfortunately, on its own, yeah, but we didn't need that it's for not. I never wondered, what's a celestial? I never thought about it until now. See, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was why I brought that up. So we didn't, we I didn't think, need to know. <laughs> but I agree with you guys. I think a series on Disney Plus would have been better because it would have given us more time to know each character. And it could have been a longer series. You know, I mean, a lot of the Disney series, like Hawkeye is only six episodes. Falcon Wear Soldier, you know, I think everything's in six episodes up to this point. Um, they could have made a longer series, and it's ironic because apparently, supposedly right now, Kevin Feige and Disney are in a dispute because Disney, when they introduced the X-Men, Disney wants to do a movie. Kevin Feige wants to do a series because he's already seeing what's happening with the Eternals, hearing all of us say, too many characters, not enough time. And he's afraid that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. With the X, if they do an X-Men movie, the same thing is going to happen. So he wants to do a TV series with the X-Men. And Marvel's like, no, movie. So, or, yeah, Disney's saying. So we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, as great as the whole Marvel universe is and everything, there are still certain things. It's, it's a learning process on some things. You know, this is the first really big ensemble cast that they've done that, weren't like Jamie said introduced in individual movies before having the big team up movie where with the Eternals you can't introduce them individually because they don't exist yeah. individually well, also, to start it would take with. Five years to get there if we did that, but yes, um, that that's true too. That's why I think the series would have. So. That's why they could have even done like a series and done an episode per character, even. 
Yeah. And that would yeah, have worked. That, you know, that's yeah. an idea. Maybe maybe that's something they, they do down the road where, um, you know, you could have – that would have worked where you do a series. Each episode is about one of the Eternals um, specifically, and then it leads into a movie, you know, where you have this big movie like this. Because this movie tells us that they've been apart for like 2,000 years, each living their own story right. for the most part, except for Sprite and Cersei were together, it looks like. But yeah. Uh, but you could have, that would have been interesting, yeah, to do, to do a series or, and have them all like get there. So you can, I mean, a big part of this movie was that I just wasn't able to be, there's two larger cast. There's like, what, nine Eternals? Um, when you count all of them, including Selma Hayek and everything. And um, I couldn't really, I mean, most of the time is invested in Cersei and then in Icarus also. Um, and you just, it was hard to really, um, like I forget the name of, of the character Lauren Ridloff plays, the one who's really speedy and fast. Um, but we didn't learn anything about her or spend any time with her. Like the, the movie tells right. us she's been sitting in the spaceship for 2000 years waiting for them or 800 years or whatever. Right. Um, oh, yeah, so, Macar- yeah, like, same, as, like, um, same as that guy, the, the, um, I'm trying to think the one who did like the, was the smart one that created the. Fastos. Fastos. Yeah. Fastos, something like that. Um, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Like, I forgot when they were like, there's this many more people to go after. I'm like, I know they haven't. I, I thought of of Laura Ridlow because I know who she is. I'm like, who else was there? Like, I couldn't even remember. That's how many. It's kind of bad if they're one by one going after the characters and you can't even remember the whole cast of them because there's so many. I mean, not that he wasn't yeah. good. He was yeah. a cool character. I just, by that point in the movie, had forgotten about him. He was gone yeah. for so long, you know? Yeah, it's, it's funny because um, they've got ten Eternals. They kill two, and you still have eight. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, there was something you mentioned, too, I was going to ask, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but what I found, I just wanted to ask you guys because I thought it was kind of funny, but what is it, I'm curious when it went from them calling the snap to a blip, because that's something that I've noticed in the last few projects, they keep saying the blip, and I don't know why, but it just stood out and, like, kind of annoyed me a little bit. The blip is. It just for so long it was the, called the snap, and like that's what they called it, and then they just started calling it the blip. Well, when they came out, the blip when, it, when it was the, they returned. Oh, that's yeah. true. Okay, I didn't think about it that way. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The blip is like no, the five years that they were gone, right? The blip is the five. Like the snap might be so like the, the action, back. but the. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the brought them back. Okay, that makes more sense. I didn't yeah. think about yeah. that one. Yeah, Jamie. The blip is like bloop. Yep. The bloop. Yes, I thought of you guys um, in the in the very end of the movie um, when uh, Angelina Jolie's character, who is named Thena, when Thena says, when they realize um, that they haven't heard from Cersei and the others, and Thena says, we have to go back. And I was like, oh my god, it's just like in Lost, we have to go back. <laughs> Yeah. Um, AJ, you you read the comics. How true is this? To or okay, first question: How big a part do they really play in the Marvel universe? Are these major characters or minor books in the Marvel universe? And like, why? I mean, other than to introduce Celestials and make an excuse for Ego, who's like one of the worst characters probably anyway. Um, 
like why why make these people into a movie? Um, it's like I, I mean, I wouldn't call them major characters. Um, I've never read their individual book, but I'm okay. always been, I'm familiar with them. I, I would mm-hmm. call them semi-major minor characters. Like they have their purpose, but they're mm-hmm. not. You know, like the only time. The, I mean, honestly, the only time they really get involved. I mean, because you know, Ajax talks about the whole thing about how you know they're not supposed to get involved with humans, and the only time they really get involved is when there's like a major crisis. You know, like the, the devi- you know, like we see in the movie with the deviants. Um, the only times they really get involved in the comics are when other galactic entities um, interfere. Okay. Which I'm going to leave it at that because I I, I foresee, like, I, I know, uh, we all know um, Kang is going to be, you know, their, the next big villain. But I think the villain after that that's coming is, the start of it is being introduced with Eternals. So but I'm just going to say other... Guys, who's the master of it all? Or, well, no, that's, that's, that's that was name. there just, yeah, he's, yeah, well, he's a celestial. Um, that's, he's, he's neither here nor there. <laughs> but he created them and he kidnapped Cersei at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what, though? I don't think we're going to see any more of that until the next Eternals movie, whenever that is. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly how, to, what I'm saying is there are other beings that this is, setting up. The thing that I didn't know, and I guess I'm dumb because I didn't, but um, I, I was talking to somebody about it. I did not know that Blade was part of the Marvel Universe, and that apparently yes, that's it is. part of the last section, and it's going to be connected. I don't know. To me, that's completely different. I mean, granted, th- these Blade movies that are coming, if there are Blade movies coming, assuming, might be way different than the original. But I just... I don't know. To me, they do not seem like they exist in the same universe. Oh, they absolutely. Yeah, Blade. Blade's been always been Marvel. Um, and I love the I I love the first two Blade movies. The third movie was a little eh. Trinity. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the movies. They just don't seem like Marvel movies to me. Well, because they, no, they are like they're vampires. Well, Marvel. I vampires mean, Marvel has not to be superheroes. Marvel has a whole. Marvel has a whole darker side to it. I mean, there's right. there's a group of characters um, that you know they're called uh, the Midnight Suns, and there's also uh, and there's also another group called Spirits of Vengeance. I mean, there's you know like characters like uh, Ghost Rider, Morbius, who oh, yeah. we're getting a Morbius movie soon. Um, yeah, I saw the Night the, the Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Um, and is then Venom you know, Marvel um, or is he DC? Yeah, yeah, Venom's Marvel. He's part of the Spider-Man universe. Ah. Um, you know, and then and obviously Blade, and you know, there's a. I mean, even Doctor Strange has actually been a member of the Midnight Suns before. There's definitely and Hellstrom. Uh-huh. There's a, there's a darker side to Marvel. That oh, they're yeah, working their. Yeah, Where's they're working their way that? towards that. What's surprising to me since Jamie brought it up because obviously it was funny actually, at the end of you know the second post credit scene, you hear that voice talking to Dane, and, and so it was funny because I'm like, that sounded like Marshala Ali. 
I'm like, that's interesting because there's never been any connection between the Eternals and Blade or even really Dane and Blade. Um, obviously, is, is uh, Mahershala Lee Blade? Is he going to play Blade? He's he's Blade. Yes, he's been cast as Blade. Oh, he's he's taking the Wesley Snipes role. Yes, he, yes. Okay. Um, okay, but the original the, though obviously aren't part of the MCU though. Not I mean, in that aspect, one. no. But like, uh, there's, not be there's I mean, well, who knows? With the, with the multiverse knows, coming, yeah. they very well could could end up being yeah. canon. Yeah. The yeah. ultimate universe. Um, uh, but before we talk I, about incredible, be... yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to talk no, about was... one more thing about the. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Are right, you go ahead? I was gonna talk about the end credits. So. <laughs> I just I just wanted to bring up like like one one thing that really kind of bothers me about this movie and I don't know if this is in the comic books and maybe since you've not read them AJ but Sprite like I, I don't love the storyline of like a grown woman trapped in a little girl's body just because I feel it's unoriginal um, that we've seen it before in other movies about immortals i mean of course interview with the vampire like immediately springs to mind that's the whole kirsten yeah. dunce character right it's like a like she's there she wants to die because she's trapped in a little girl's body and she's a few hundred years old and i feel like we've seen it in other movies that are escaping me but i feel like we've often seen like you, you so like like that's in many vampire movies that you don't turn a child right um right and and Tinkerbell, like, that is, like, I have seen that version of Tinkerbell where yeah. she's in love with Peter and she's, I mean, even in the cartoon, she's kind of jealous. Yeah, Hook. And I didn't, <laughs> yeah, in Hook, right? I didn't love it because I felt it was kind of unoriginal and I also felt like they kind of robbed the character of an ability to, I don't know, to, like, she's an eternal, like, they're eternals. They maybe have a higher, like, mission than like worrying about the, I don't know I, I just felt like they didn't maybe do that character justice and then for her to be turned human uh like uh, first of all I was like wait how does she get this power like she's like I have a little energy left I think you can turn you human I'm like what what come on what um that seemed a little crazy to me that Cersei like has that power and realizes she has that power and I also felt like it I don't know I just feel like it, it robs the character a little bit to not let her like come to terms with who she, like, only by being different. Like, she can't really accept who she is ever. She just gets the wish to be different. I don't know. It just kind of bothered me. I just felt like it wasn't really, um, like, giving that female character far, a chance to, I don't know. As Go far ahead. as Cersei having the residual power from when they siphoned it from the uh, Celestial, I, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, as far as the character of Sprite herself, yeah, she's, that's, straight out of the, she's straight out of the comics like that, you know. So you it, in a it, body. See, seeing it now might seem original to you. The character has been around longer than Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they got well, that from it, that. You never know. I guess. I guess maybe what one bars me is it, it leaves unresolved the character's question in the beginning where she says, why did What's the what's the the boss the boss's name is like Alpha Lon or whatever whoever that yeah. guy is well, like guy who's their boss like she says why did he make me like this but they just they just leave it lying there like like was it a mistake was it intentional was it you know whatever I don't really but, um, that that nagged me you know the what? entire Cause, movie because there is no answer yeah there's there's never 
there's never, you know, it's one of those things where it's not answered why the, you know, the yeah. internals were made the way they're made. They right. just are. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we can move on. I just had to say this one thing that bothered me, and now we can, because, you know, I always have to complain if I feel like a female character is not treated well, and more of that is coming. But um, we can, you guys want to talk about the end credit, the, the after credits, which, so, hello, audience of listeners, I texted Jamie and AJ in the middle of the credits. I was like, how long do I have to wait around here? Is there another one? Because this is really long. Um, so there were two. Uh, I mean, I, I think we all knew that something had to be coming for Kit Harrington because you don't cast Kit Harrington and then he basically doesn't do it. Then he's just like the side love interest who doesn't do anything. There's no way. Like we, we knew Kit Harrington yeah. had something coming, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he's, I mean, he's the big. That's funny that we had two Game of Thrones characters in this movie, but uh, and one is like the star, and the other one has nothing to do. So you know, like. I knew Kit Harrington was going to, was going to turn out to be someone or something, or I don't know, get, pa- I didn't know if he would get powers but somehow or be changed, but you knew something was coming. So he gets one of the after credit sequences. And then the other one, the other one was the more annoying to me. The first one, I was like, what? First of all, in the, okay. In the first scene, AJ, are we really going to, is his name really Star Fox? And we already have a Star Lord and yeah. now we have a Star Fox and a Star Lord. Yeah, that yes. His name weird. is really Star Fox. Okay, that's annoying. Why do people you at them? hello, people at Marvel? Can you do better with your names? Um, you gotta, you gotta yeah. remember something, Karen. A lot of these characters' names have been around for fifty years. I know, and they've come up by different writers and different people over decades who never talked to each other, and they so never somebody intended to be fifty years right? ago when they did it. Huh? Well, they, they never intended. Yep, and they never intended that these characters would wind up in a movie together someday, right? Or maybe they won't, but I was like, Star Fox, really? So I thought, so Star, everybody makes fun of Star-Lord for his stupid name. It's like that's one of the mm-hmm. jokes, right, in those movies. Star Fox is way worse than Star-Lord. <laughs> You're right. Um, and he's the brother of Thanos. Um, no, he killed the brother of Thanos, because that's what I thought, too. And then when I read about it, because I'm like, that made no sense. I looked it up. He killed Thanos' brother. At least that's no, what he the is, read. He is Thanos' brother. No. Yes, he is Thanos' nope. brother. He is Thanos' okay, brother. Okay, well, then that article had it wrong, because that's what I thought it said, too, and I thought that didn't make sense, so I looked it up, and it, the, what I, the article I read said that he killed him. Okay, well, is he bad then? Because he didn't seem like he was bad. He also appears, like, Thanos looks like he's made out of, like, stone or wood or something, and this guy looks like he's human, so maybe they're, like, half-brothers or foster-brothers. Or something, and the more I thought about it, on the way home in my car, I was I was like, I was a little like, okay, so he's Thanos's like scrawnier, drunker brother, um, <laughs> who travels with an elf, uh, like who looks like Seth Green a little bit, um, and on the way home in the car this evening, I was like, oh my god, Marvel, so we've already got multiple pair, we've already got Thor and Loki. Like the big, good-looking power, you know. Not that, not that Loki's not good-looking. I mean, look. Sorry, I think he's he, more good-looking, but we won't. Go I think there. he's especially hot as Loki compared to his other roles. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, we we have sort of the good brother, bad brother, 
Then we also yeah. have Gamora and Elektra. Then we also have the Maximoff twins. We also like, there's a, we have another brother well, and sister Black pair. Widow and her sister. Black um, Widow by the and way, her sister. I found the quote, and I know why I thought it. The way it, the way the quote is, it says the dis, and I'm just reading this from the article. The quote says the defeater of Black Roger. Prince's Titan and Thanos's brother. See, to me, I took that to mean it meant the defeater of all three of those. It's the way it was written, that line. Oh, or at least the way they requoted the line at any rate. Um, yeah, okay. Gotcha. That was why I took it that way. But, but yeah, there's a lot of siblings in, in Marvel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and, and I kind of wonder if the sibling territory has been, well, particularly between... The Asgard and the and whatever Gamora and Elektra like like Loki and Thor have a lot of conflict. Elektra and Gamora have a lot of conflict, right? And okay, mm-hmm. so so I don't know what the history is with Thanos and Star Fox, worst name ever. But I was a little bit like, oh, is there okay, some well, sort of like right. sibling well, obsession at Marvel? If you don't, if you don't like if you don't like Star Fox, you can call him Eros, which is his actual name. Oh, he did say that. He did say my name is Eros, but people call me Star Fox or something like that. Yeah. He did say that. You're right. Um, kind of like my name is Peter, but people call me Star Lord, even though they really don't. And I yeah. just made it up when I was twelve. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe he heard, maybe he heard Star Fox and he liked him, and that's why. Yeah. He said that. Who knows? Um. So, Star is Star Fox like? So he's a person in like AJ. You're familiar with him. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I mean, say about it. what you just brought up about all the sibling rivalries and everything, it's, that's throughout all of comics, and not for nothing, it's throughout all of life <laughs> and movies and books. <laughs> okay, and, all right, and like you all said, right, you gotta, you gotta, you, And you got to remember, there's all these different comic books written by all these different writers you know, so it's yeah, not like yeah. they all get in a group together and say, okay, what are you doing in your book so I don't do the same thing at mine? Now, it, that doesn't happen. They just... <laughs> they should. Oh, Jimmy's like, well, they should. <laughs> yeah, they um, should because there's people like us that discuss it. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe Peter heard of Star, Star Fox and some yeah, uh, no. <laughs> weird legend somebody told him, and he said, I like that. I'm going to take it. <laughs> maybe. 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 Um, so anyway, so then I sit through five more minutes of credits while I have to pee, and the second <laughs> post-credit scene is seriously like three seconds, and it's Jon Snow opening up this sword, uh, oh, no. like like uh, Ken Harrington has implied to Cersei earlier that he's not been truthful with her, and it appears that he's got some sword in his office that whispers to him, and uh, that's it. Uh, but it's Black Rogers. Sword, right? I don't know who Black Roger is, but there's a scene in the movie where Angelina Jolie has a sword, and someone says to her, "Is that Black Roger's sword?" And she says, "No, it's Excalibur." Okay, wait. So Eros killed Black Roger, though. But we don't know that. You only know that because you Googled it. That was, or was that said in the movie? No, that's what that line was. This is saying that's That's what that line was when he introduced himself. He said, "This is according to." I news, whatever that is. It's the defeater of Black Roger, Prince of Titan, and Thanos' brother, and Pip the Troll. Okay, so, we'll, okay, so defeat doesn't mean killed, necessarily. 
True, 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 very true. Uh, but but so I don't know. AJ's probably not going to say, but maybe Kit Harrington Dane is his name. Um, is the heir of Black Roger, like, and inherited that sword in his family or something? Uh, I've never even heard of Black Roger. He's, I mean, he's not a like I don't read Marvel Pirate comics, but I heard. the Dread Pirate Robert is what we all keep thinking about, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I just, I just, uh, I just watched that with Damon the other night. Oh, was it his first time? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's a great movie. To, to kind of help you guys out here, what he says mm-hmm. to her is, is that, the, is that the ebony blade? And she says, no, it's Excalibur. Because the ebony, it's, it's called the ebony blade, what we see at the end Black, there. Oh, that's Black Rogers. Black Robert? Okay, Black I, don't Roger? heck, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who the heck Black Rogers is, but the oh, ebony oh, so sword in the comic. Sword. We don't know. Okay, yes, the ebony yes. sword. The ebony sword. Is the is right. the sword he takes out of it? Okay. Yes. And the one she and the ebony it. sword. And it really is in the comics. In the comics, it belongs to. You ready for this? A very original name, Karen. So, very original. Star of the Star Black Dog. Knight. Nope. Oh, the Black, the Black Knight? Knight. Really? The oh, Black Knight. It's not the the Black Sword belongs to the Black Knight. Well, that's easy to remember. It's an early game of Thrones. No, it's the ebony sword. It's the no, ebony, it's ebony sword, not the black sword. sword. The oh, the ebony knight. sword belongs to the black knight. Okay, the ebony sword belongs yes. to the black knight. Still not original. And yeah. the, and 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 can, and can <laughs> we guess cute. who the black knight is now? Well, Wait. I mean, Batman has been called the black knight, but he isn't the other thing. Oh, I just so oh, Batman is the dark, dark knight. knight. Oh, so Blade <laughs> is a good guess. Okay. Yes, Blade. And, Blade anyway, is a Blade. Hey, just because yes. he's black. No, he's a black man. He's a black knight. No. <laughs> no, the Black Knight is Kit Harrington. Oh yeah, yeah. He opened the oh well, yeah. He's going to become that yeah. when he touches the sword. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yes. thought you meant the original Black Knight because I'm guessing no. from what you said he's the new Black Knight, right? It sounds like there was a Black Knight. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in the comics, is the Black Knight dating Cersei, or is that made up for this movie? Or will we find that out later? And I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, oh, I have good. no good. idea actually. All right, so in five years when the movie gets made, if it gets made, I don't know if Eternals is doing very well at the box office and if Marvel wants to invest a lot more money in this crappy franchise so far. But they have, like, but they have like 40 more movies planned, and I guess they can't, like, change it, right? Like, there's yeah. eight more movies That's planned. Not, they yeah. can't just, well, like, not make the next one. If it fit in with the MCU, if it, like, fit in more it wouldn't have been so boring. It's the fact that it wasn't connected, at least in my opinion. A lot of it was the fact that it wasn't connected to everything else. Um, well, like, just you know, think of this way, Jamie. Sorry? Everything wasn't, everything wasn't connected before until it was. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm saying, yeah. like you're saying, we'll make another movie. I'm saying another movie, it probably will yeah. be a connection, so it'll be better, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. It's possible that they don't even make a second Eternals movie. That they just yeah. show up in a different, another movie. I mean, you uh-huh. know, they could just branch. They the, seem to have gone off a different way. Into, into yeah, into, I mean, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you know, someone who could show up in Guardians three, and and then some of them show up in yeah. Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
It's just saying I don't I, – I, yeah. I mean, there might be an internal skew down the road, but I think in the meantime, because the way they're all split up, I have a feeling that they're going to pop up in other places first. Yeah, like Icarus Probably. is kind of like a bad guy now, and he's going to maybe show up helping – helping. Well, he went know, to the oh, Icarus, right? Icarus committed suicide. Icarus is dead. Oh, right. He flew That's up into the sun. Like That's that. right. That's right. He flew well, into the sun. Well, I'm going to say this. I actually, I actually said this after I saw it. Doesn't just because we see Icarus, is just because we see him flying into the sun, doesn't mean he died from it. I mean, he, that might be the intention, but I don't know that he did. <laughs> so, right, because they sort I, of died. You know what? Not I really many get, times already. I thought the right. thing that irritated me is this guy like was so horrible what he did. And, like, then at the very end, like, he all of a sudden, because she gets the powers, decides he was wrong and cares enough and is upset yeah. enough that he wants to commit suicide. That part did not fly with me. No. I was like, no. Yeah, so I kind of. His heart was lame. Forgive I, him. I, 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 I felt the same way, Jamie. I felt his, his change of heart too drastic too little quick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I think so. so. All right. Okay. Well, well and the thing with of... with this now being a multiverse, like anybody who's dead could show up at any time in a different universe, right? Yes, Which is where we're going to but... go with Doctor Who, possibly in our next conversation. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but with the with the with the multiverse, keep this in mind. Though that might happen, where we see alternate versions of people and whatnot, it's not really going. You got to be careful with it because eventually it becomes watered down and. Yeah, you know, and there's we no have certain canon. characters there still that we has can, to be right? And, and yeah. there's you know, there's, like there's certain characters we can, like you know, basically the the prime universe is what we consider to be our characters. Whereas if there's an alternate character, that character's not our character. They're part of it, but they're not our character. You know, so right? Yeah, we'll Thank we'll see how that goes. Yes, because I'm trying to remember if I know this, but. The fact that we have the whole, without getting into too much spoiler territory of the multiverse, um, characters from other movies that aren't MCU, they were not originally planned to be part of the story, right? They just decided to be like, well, we can take these movies that weren't part of it and have a fun yes. way to stick them together. It's, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wondered. Yes. Whether or not and how that happens, who so knows, kind of but yes. I mean, I can't say that's not a cool idea. I don't. I don't hate the idea, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we should. All right. Well, All right. You guys, we should maybe right. move you on. It really just wasn't that good. Okay. Doctor Who. Uh, I also just yeah. watched Doctor After I came home from watching the Eternals, I watched Doctor Who. It is fresh in my mind. Um, Jamie, so how much did you dislike you like? it? <laughs> uh, so look, I'm, uh, look, I'm liking some of this stuff better than the first three episodes, right? I really liked the whole part with the companions back in 1904 and the very like Indiana yeah. Jones ish, like night, early 1900s adventure. It, it did feel like some of the like adventures with the 10th doctor a little bit that they like, there've been some fun historical adventures, but this was, I think, especially well done. I love the costumes from 1904. I thought Yaz was yeah, fantastic yeah. in every scene. Right? Did you like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that stuff too. I, I agree. I'm not sure about some of the mythology of the story, but but no, uh, but I liked all that. I liked 
I, I like Jericho. Um, I even like yeah, I like Dan more. a little. I like Dan a little more, although he still had less to do than the other two. He's still the to me the weakest companion, and and like Yaz is better and Jericho is better. I agree with you. I don't like the mythology like that. Like I thought they were searching for a way home and then it turns out the doctor left a recording and they're actually searching for information. The doctor yeah. needs and I didn't really. I have some problems with that. Um, okay. Okay. First of all, the fact that because the world's going to end that smart people left clues in pots, like that part to me was just, it made no sense. That made no sense. I mean, they yeah. explained no it, but it, so I don't, don't mean I understood yeah. it. It just, or didn't understand. It just didn't make any sense. So yeah, that was reaching. I, I agree. I mean, it was a way to connect them to her, but I feel like it could have been done in a different way. Although I yeah. did like how Yaz is like, we've got to throw the guy overboard. She's like, you can't be squeamish. We've got to save whatever she said, save the future or whatever. I thought that was kind yeah. of funny. But um, so I think they did an interesting way of, linking in the Grand Serpent. I like how they showed him throughout time, um, which I guess was him time traveling and not really him living that long, which I didn't quite get at the beginning, but it's supposed to be him time traveling and, and, you know, affecting units throughout the years, which did not happen the original time. This is only, I guess, because of the flux. At least that's my understanding. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the, the thing that I got confused with is I didn't realize until I had rewatched or, and paid more attention is that the stuff with um, Kate, which who I was very happy to see, um, yep. that was in 2017. So it, it kind of seems strange to me that that was in 2017, though, because we have no clue what happens in the next four years. So, but but other than that, I, I liked how they did that. Um, well, I think I think they're revisiting the decision to write out unit like back in 20 like. Unit yeah. was shut down sort of off screen, and we never really learned why or how. And I think we all kind of miss Unit. And, and I get yeah. that Unit was a problem story-wise, right? Because, like, Unit is great, except Unit almost never shows up when they're needed, except for, like, once every two seasons. So they <laughs> yeah. were written out and shut down. So I, I, I kind of like that tying up of that loose end a little bit, right? I miss yeah, Unit. I, I like Unit, that, right? Stay back in. So, yeah, I like Unit, too. I also like how they had, although we didn't get to see very much of it because it ended there, but that um, Bell and Carvinista were going to work together in the end, that they had yeah. to kind of shut up and just go with it. Um, I like yep. that they finally tied in that Williamson, uh, the Victorian guy who had no purpose. At least they finally, I don't know that the way they tied him in was fantastic, but at least they connected it together. Um, the part that, that I really, to be honest, that in love was the whole main story with the mythology um, I mean, I don't personally yeah. hate that story. I don't like, we all say we hate that they retconned it. I'm kind of hoping that by there being a multiverse, somehow they're going to spin it, that everything that happened was to a different version of her, maybe. And <laughs> we don't, you know, hoping that, but that I maybe Russell that. T. Davies can somehow do that. No, but I mean, that way he can retcon the retcon is my point. Um, yeah. But I don't know. The problem I have with this episode, though, I think that more irritated me is I feel like this episode he was making as like a whole nother big look what I did with the mythology, but yet I did not find it surprising because maybe I misunderstood it, but I thought that that, yes, that woman turned out to be Tectoon. That was kind of a big deal. But the fact that they had created the flux and that it was all to get rid of the doctor, she pretty much said in the other episode. I mean, we didn't necessarily understand a lot of it, but it was what she said in the first episode. So I didn't even find that like a big reveal. 
I just thought it was kind of dumb and like we don't care about the whole I mean I think most people don't care about the whole timeless child thing a whole lot which didn't help um but I don't know even that stuff I felt like she was just kind of like yes what you told was right what you were told was right like she didn't give in new information she just confirmed what we already knew and suspected so to me we didn't really get anything other than we found out she was tech that was to me really well, the only part of it that was important I guess that was new I mean, I, I also I also don't like the main mythology. I, I, I mean, I I don't like the Timeless Child so much. Uh, right. I, it had a lot of potential, and to me, it it is it is a very clumsy way of. I mean, it already was kind of explained that the Doctor can have more lot more regeneration than it to me was an like a clumsy way of making yeah. of making the Doctor have infinite lives, right? Um, and uh, it was also very heavy. Like a child was tortured for like countless lifetimes in order. I mean, they just I know, and that's why like, you took kind of worse that, and worse. Yeah, because she's like, you took something that didn't bother you, belonged to you. I mean, she took the regeneration power. That's horrible. And she's like, oh, but I gave you a good life. I gave you adventure. Although I did think it was pretty interesting, though, how she tied it back. And she's like, well, look what you do. You take these people, which it's not the same thing in any way. But the fact that she was well, kind of like, yeah, but you do this too, and you don't even realize it. I thought that was an interesting well, thing to point before out. Before she ever gave the doctor that life, she tortured that child for yeah, that's true too. Ever. Um, so, I mean, it, it's very dark and heavy for Doctor Who, um, which is fine. But I also, so I, I mean, I also don't love this whole timeless child thing. I don't love so she turns out to be Tiktaune, but then she dies by the end anyway. So, like, to have her, like, say this whole thing and be like, this is who I am. And and I, I thought there's also a big gap in that Tiktaune says, look, we're willing to destroy the entire universe just to keep you, Doctor, from flying around everywhere because you're a pain. Like, there's no real reason. They're just like, Doctor, you're a pain in our ass. Like, we have a plan and you're pain in our ass. So, so we created the flux to destroy the entire universe to stop you from being, like, this pain in the ass. But then all of a sudden she says... But then all of a sudden she says... But then all of a sudden she says, okay, forget it. I'll let you come and fly around with us. And I'm like, wait, you're going to destroy the entire universe, give it to the doctor, and then the next breath you say, whatever, doctor, I'll make you a deal. You can come fly around with us you really instead, think right? Was- like going to do that, though? I thought that was more her... I, I don't know if I believe she was going to do that. She was questioning if she would accept that more than know, she had actually... I don't know, because they killed her. I yeah. mean, there was an awful um, lot of setup with this old lady to have her yeah. say all this and then be killed. And, and I think we were supposed to feel the doctor like, Tiktaune has answers and, and the doc, she dies where the doctor can get them. But they didn't really set her up as a person. But we're going to get those answers because all of those memories are stored, which I did like that they brought back in the dark. But they're all in the watch, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I, I will say again that the fact of the way Swarm is kind of connected to this, I don't know that that 100% Um, yeah. The fact that they killed all those people to just to get here for whatever their purpose is. But the thing that irritated me more than that, because I even wrote this in my review, I don't get is, okay, so going back to Vinder, who we really didn't necessarily need in this story, but going back to Vinder, um, he's looking for Belle, and he knows that Belle mentioned passenger. But at what point did she actually, which she didn't, 
say that she was captured by them that he went and purposely got captured. Like, that was so stupid. Like, he get put, gets himself put in the prison so he can't go find her. That's me. He had no reason to believe she was in there. I, I That part I didn't, I didn't get. Yeah. He did on I, mean, purpose. I mean, he said, oh, I knew you'd come find me. So he obviously got grabbed on purpose. I just didn't get it. I know because they because I mean another problem with the episode is the pacing. Like there, I think you have said before, Jamie, that you feel like maybe this actually needed eight episodes and they wouldn't have to jam so much into every one of them. And while this episode is not as bad as the first two were in that term, like like maybe that's why we see him act in a way we don't understand because they don't have time to explain it. I mean, I'm making uh-huh. an excuse for them. I'm, I'm trying to make give them yeah. a reason why, because I don't understand it, right? But yeah, um, there's just so much going on. I, I mean, they, it wasn't. You know, there's. It isn't shoved in like it was before. I mean, I mean, it's more linear and more easier to understand than those couple episodes. Yeah. But there's still overall are too many story threads that we don't need. Yeah. The guy who built the tunnels underneath Liverpool is to me one that we could definitely do without. Um, yeah, I mean, and I feel like they, so those are real tunnels. My friend who is from Liverpool and who knows who this guy, Dan Bishop, boy, is Dan Bishop the real guy's name or the character's name? But whatever, that guy is a real liver, like comedian from there, um, the actor is. Yeah. And Tom has told me that those are real tunnels that are under Liverpool and no one really knows why this guy built them. And, like, I feel like maybe they put that in there because they like to have a real historical character sometimes and to give to give Yaz someone she can run into in 1904, but that whole thing makes no sense to me and seems really unnecessary, right? Yeah, and only in episode five did anything really happen with that, and I don't see how in episode six it's going to be important. There well, is some online the speculation. Thing, the only thing that I know that's important is because the Centaurans came in there, which I do like also, oh I was going to say, I just like how they tied in the Centaurans, but um, I assume the reasoning is, and maybe I'm wrong, but it, it, those tunnels, it sounds like, connect to different times as well. So I figure that, that that's how they're going to get out. But we still didn't need him to do that, unless, like you said, maybe it was to put, which makes sense if that was why, but we didn't have to have him in the other episodes. Or if he was in the other episodes, they should have at least explained it more rather than just having this random guy pop up. Yeah. So next week is the last episode of this Flux business. It does not look have, like, well, then we have a Christmas and a New, a New Year's thing, right? New Year's, not Christmas, but New Year's. A New yeah. Year's episode. It does not, while this was ta- while Flux was pitched to us as a standalone six-episode story, can be resolved in a satisfactory manner in one hour or 70 minutes next week, right? Um Probably maybe not. it will. Maybe it won't. Um, I I mean, I kind of like that they got Carvinista in it in the end, but I really don't think that you could paint. They didn't even paint the message on the Great Wall. They painted it next to the Great Wall, and it said, like, that's your human, 1904. But Which I have more of a problem with the fact that that paint stayed on there, whatever, however many I was just going to say that. Right now. It's since 1904, it's been 115 years, right? 116, yeah. 17 yeah. years. 
people in China have left it sit there so Carvinista could see it right now. So that was a little. Yes, although it was funny. It was cute where he's like, I don't got time travel. But, it, yeah. It was it, cute. It did not. Yes. It would and not. It's Doctor Who, it's less realistic than many others. We cut Doctor yeah. Who some slack like in, in a way. Yeah. But it was one of those yeah. things that you're like, that so didn't make sense. But it's okay. We'll let that one yeah. go. That it's Doctor Who. Biggest problem the ep- if that was the biggest problem of the episode, we'd be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't really see how it gets resolved next week, and it might have to hang over. Well, considering week. how much they've been shoving into it any already. Well, good point. I don't they can know, shove but it all I in. wonder, I just hope that because, the resolution makes sense. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I Last year, or not last year, whatever year, the year it was of the Timeless Child when they had it, when they first did the story, some of it I liked. I liked the reveals, the shocks, and kind of the energy that they had of it. And as much as I didn't like that they rewrote stuff, at least it was, like, cohesive, and it was a story. It, this, yeah. this season is not. This is a bunch of yeah. crap. I'm sorry for lack of a better way of describing it. There's so much in there. It just doesn't make sense. And that's why I'm just hoping that whatever they do, Russell T. Davies can fix it because I, I don't I feel think like he's going to fix it. I just think he's going to yeah. leave it and everybody's going to be think, annoyed. I think Chibnall's throwing every single thing that he – let me put every single villain that ever was on and every single – like, I really don't know what he and his writers had in mind or are thinking because it is a jumbled mess with every single of the big enemies. Um, and, every and now we have a multiverse. And I don't want Doctor Who to have a multiverse. Like, it already has yeah, multiple planets and time travel and dimensions and this and that. Talking and, like, yeah. I don't want a multiverse in, in, in Doctor Who. Like, like, look, Marvel's been working on it for, like, 35 movies now, and we're still just barely, like, com- like okay, multiverse is coming. I just don't. Yeah, I don't make yeah. it up and we're supposed to accept it. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, Yeah. I'm not so... I mean, I, I so can't I, say that I, I don't have to give them props for, for, like, going there and making big moves. I do appreciate that. Yeah, he just yeah. isn't doing it in the well. right way, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, so I feel right. like he has a right to him. He's a showrunner. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Just he's going yeah. to piss everybody off. But, that's, yeah. you know, his I, I've not been I've not been the hugest fan of the, of the Chibnall regime. And I and I am not. I'm. It's unfortunate that Jodie Whittaker is leaving, and her last season is going to be what I what. Maybe some fans really like this. To me, this is this six episodes is the worst six episode arc of the entire new Doctor Who since 2015. And there have been some stinkers. Right, there have been some stinkers. Like it's yeah. not like nobody nobody wrote a stinker. No, and that being <laughs> no said, I think the Weeping Angel episode was really good, but the one out of a lot. Is that was a little disappointing to me, actually. That it was a bait and switch. Like the doc, we, the doctor's made into a Weeping Angel, and within the first five oh, minutes, it's over. Right. I forgot to mention that. So she wasn't actually ever an angel. They just made her into stone in order to transport her there. That part made no sense. Yeah. Oh, that I forgot made no to mention sense. That. that was dumb. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't even understand that because they're like, we did it because we think it's funny. It's my opinion. I don't think they even did it. I think Peck Hume did it. I just don't understand why. I, yeah, I, I understand know. that he gave her that little badge that allowed them to be in the 
outside the universe, but what that had to do with her traveling. Oh, and also, was she actually turning in stone, out of stone, talking to the angels? Like, some of that was supposed to more be inside her head, right? I took yeah, it I think maybe so time, but it wasn't yeah. um, explained yeah. well. I, I, yeah, I felt that it was a little... And the angels like, we did it just to be jerks. Ha-ha, we thought it was funny. And, like, on the one hand, okay, like, the, like, okay, the weeping angels are jerks. That's kind of fun. And I kind of like that the weeping angels are actually getting – the weeping angels have always been very scary, but they didn't always have mm-hmm. so much motivation or personality. So that's been a little interesting for the last two weeks. But I, I felt really ripped well, off that they, they do this big deal of making her a weeping angel, and then uh-huh. it's just immediately dropped. Well, I have two things, though, I want to know. One, I still want to know, and I can't remember if I mentioned this when we did the podcast or not, but when they show in the Weeping Angel episode and they show the place and they say, like, that they were wrong, it wasn't a burial site or whatever, it does look like Mm -hmm. it's an angel burial site, though. They show it, like, up above, and it looks like it's, like, angels trapped in cement or something. I want to know what's up with that. Yeah, it does. Uh, That, to me, is You never will know. The other – you probably never will know. The other question I have is – are we going to have more Weeping Angels next week? And the reason why I ask this is Tectian made the point of saying, oh, I captured that angel that tried to get away. It's inside the po- – somehow it's inside the pocket watch. Oh, yeah. Watch. Yeah. So, yeah. although that angel was maybe not as bad as the other angels, I still feel like it's an opportunity that maybe we'll have more of that. I don't know. But it, it's too I mean, much. It, it's just like we even got an ood. Like, we got an ood. Cool. Did we need an ood? Could that have been any alien or character whatsoever? Yes. I know. We didn't, yes. didn't, have we didn't to need to be an ood. It's like, yeah. we're trying to write every single thing you possibly can for this last episode. Like, we did not need an ood. You're right. There was nothing ood. There was no, re- like, the ood have certain characteristics, and there was nothing oodish about that person. It could have been an angel, it could have been a nude, it could have been a Centauran, a, a Cyberman, or anything. just another so, or it could have been another division, another time, lo- whatever Tectayun yeah. is. Tectayun is, yeah. I guess Tectayun is a so, time lord or was an original well, Gallifreyan, right? Lord, but, according, but according to his mythology, time lords only exist because of the doctor, so they're not actually right. what the doctor is. They're aliens that were made into time lords. But aside from that, so, so here's my question. I understand now that um, the grand grand serpent that he is bringing in the Centaurans to to kill the to kill humans, which I'm not sure yeah. why he hates her so bad in the first place that he wants to do that. And I also don't understand how the hell he gets a snake into people. But um, um, also, I do find it interesting though that the Centaur. I wonder that if that guy hadn't killed those Centaurans, if they would have went after him because he's like, we have revenge to exact. That I was thinking about the fact that. That guy blew them up, remember, at the end of the premiere? Yeah, yeah, that one episode. So I thought that was interesting. But um, I I still do not – I mean, I kind of a little understand it, but it it just seems so broken. I don't get why or how exactly um, Swarm is even there. Is it just that they took advantage of all the crap that that Tectune did with with, um, the Flux? Is it just that they, like, took advantage of it? I I don't – to me, still not very clear, and I don't think it's that we're supposed to not know yet. I think they just didn't write it well. So, and so, a major part of the story is that, and the doctor explains it in a very expositiony fashion that Earth is one of the few places that have not been destroyed yet, and so many species are coming 
to try to find safe harbor, and many species are coming to try to destroy it. So that's why all of the famous villains we know, they're fighting for the scraps, and Earth is one of the scraps, right? Um, yeah. So I get that. I, but the thing about the Grand Serpent is, like, his motivation is not clear. Is the Grand Serpent also – he's not also fighting for control of the planet. Is he because he made a point of going back in time and interfering with the founding of UNIT and all of that? So it's not clear to me is he just another Dalek, Centaurian, Cyberman, or whatever. And if he is, why introduce I don't a new know, villain at this point when, when there you are know, plenty I, I of gotta, old villains? I say, yeah, and I got to say, this is where one point where, as much as I hate to say this because we've had so much crap, if he had been a villain, we knew it would make more sense. Yeah. They should have made they should have given his character, like made him one of the other aliens instead of putting so many, you know what I mean? Like yeah, given yeah. part of, like had the other story cannibalize that and have that all be connected, maybe it would have made more sense. I don't know. Yeah. I still, for whatever reason, and, and I don't know why this is, but I still, for whatever reason, kind of feel like he sort of looks like a human version of, of that swarm. And, and I don't know why. That's just something yeah. I feel because it's not same actor and I wonder if there's a connection but that also makes me question too we never did find out either why Swarm sort of kind of regenerated Uh, I'm hoping that as much as as much as I don't want a bunch of new crap in in her memories when she finds out stuff I do hope that they they explain I would like I hope that who it turns out he is is something that makes sense and isn't just this new thing that was hidden in her memories we never knew about because that would be dumb because yeah. then what was the point of making it a hidden memory, right? It has to have relevance. We'll find out. I know, but <laughs> don't hold your breath, yeah. Yeah, I know, we're right? Gonna keep our, we're going to yeah. have to move on and keep our show moving here. Yeah, we're going way um, too So, okay. so But I, I think so we I can move a little faster through our next two shows, which are the two Walking Dead shows. Yeah. We can so, we can make a little yeah. time up here. Um, so let's talk let's about do fear. Which one do you want? Let's do fear, which is the worst yeah. show. Well, um, you know, there were some things I liked about this. Not the, the story. Again, the writing. <laughs> we, we always complain about the writing. The acting was good. I, I, I thought at, at a certain point in this episode, I thought, wow, they actually did something good. And then they turn around and shot themselves in the foot. Because I was thinking mm-hmm. through a lot of it, wouldn't it be really great if Morgan actually did do all that on purpose and that he was the one that tried to poison Strand? And I'm like, that would be so cool. And, like, they're never going to do that. You know, that's what I'm thinking. And then you find out he poisoned him. It would have been yeah. okay and good if Strand never realized it. As soon as Strand saw the, the poison on his finger, it went downhill. Yeah. Yeah. If he had just not yeah. noticed it, it would have been like, wow, cool. Morgan got one over on him. But no. He or if had Morgan would have washed his hands. If Morgan could have washed his hands ever. Yeah. 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 Um, although I did have an interesting conversation with Coleman Domingo. Um, I had, I don't know, if, did oh. you read it yet? I didn't read it. No, I, did, I was away and I was sick. So what, what, what you... I, did, I did ask him, too, your, your question about how he didn't seem like he ever wanted to be a leader. He, 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 yeah, no, no, but I mean, saying oh. that he didn't seem to want one of the ones taking control, that he was more in somebody's ear. He sort of disagreed with that. Now, he thought it was cool because he liked that we like were you know kind of debating it. But whether or not he really feels that way, or he feels that way because the writers feel that way, is a whole other ball game that mm-hmm. you don't get into. But 
Um, but the one thing he but said he, that I thought he, was kind of interesting and definitely not the way I took things is didn't mm-hmm. you think that the end, that the whole reason he takes that baby is to be mean to Morgan? Yeah. I thought it was totally a cruelty thing. He doesn't feel that way. Now, like, again, is that because he knows the script? I don't know. But he thinks that to him that he, that the baby, he liked, like the baby made him feel good and it was something that he could have that maybe, I don't know if he meant per se help him, but that he could shape or whatever. I totally thought he took the baby to be cruel to Morgan. I, I still feel like that's what the writers intended. At least that's how I read it. But Yes, and then at the end when he said yeah, she has to get to know her new father soon, I thought that he also was just a creepy creeper who wanted to, like, raise up, like, the baby in his own, like, like he's so into forming the world in his own in his vision, own image, yeah. that he wanted to grow this baby up to be the way that he wants her to be. Not, I never felt for a moment that he had any sort of. It was a little surprising. There's a point in the episode where, when Morgan goes down the, the elevator shaft and Coleman, uh, Coleman, um, Victor's holding the baby, and Victor says to her, "Oh, you know, you're so lucky. He looks that Morgan looks at you like that. No, my father barely ever looked at me. Enjoy it now." I hope you don't go through the world by yourself, right? He sends all these things to the baby while he's sick, delirious from being sick. He says a lot of and nice he things also, to the baby. I also felt like it was sad, though, because, like, he actually did, he even says something to Morgan, like, that, um, I forget what the wording is, but basically saying he had to put everything on, on the line to to trust him. And, yeah. and I liked, like, that scene, the way it was acted. I thought that was right. And then it's like, and then it's completely pulled out from under him, and he got screwed again. I did think that was yeah. kind of really sad on his, you know, on his part. Like, I was hoping after that happened, that's why I kept thinking, if he never found out Morgan poisoned him, he could have went trusting Morgan, and maybe he could, they could have, like, brought him back from this horrible direction they're taking him. But apparently not. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I... I, I I read another interview, too. I think that's even interesting. He's talking about the portrait and about, like, people seeing that he's not perfect in this broken version of him. See, I didn't take that part that way either. So I don't know. As a viewer, sometimes you take things so differently from how, you know, from their perspective. Because they have to be able to, you know, connect with it and see it in a way that makes sense to them, too. It just isn't always what everybody yeah, else is Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know that also sometimes the actors don't get a lot of information and they have to dig deep to try to find motivation. Now, I would expect that maybe yeah, Colin Domingo get... being, being one of the stars might have more info from the showrunners, but maybe not. Maybe he's just digging deep to but try to find motivation for his character. Up... Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times when they play bad characters, and, and this is just my own opinion, I don't know. But I feel like a lot of times actors have to make up that motivation so that they feel that there's a reason. They can, yeah. Like whether they the can do their is job. right or is what they think, they have to be able to connect with it in order to make it believable. So yeah. whether or not that's what the writers intended or is two completely separate issues. Um, but anyway, I think it's I think it's interesting. And I think the other – I forget what the other where the other interview was because I read the other one because I was interested um, in reading it when I saw it uh, on Twitter. But um, – but anyway, it's interesting. People should read it. But aside I mean, from that, I, I like to get Morgan did the bad thing. I, I'm guessing that June had to be in on it. But from is the it beginning. a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? Like well, Morgan did the bad thing. I'm not sure if Morgan intended to kill him or just to incapacitate him. It's not clear that Morgan intended to kill right, him. Right. No, I don't think he necessarily intended to kill him either. I, I, I mean, I don't know. We, we may never know. But 
Um, and, and I'm not saying the bad thing. I'm saying that Morgan did the un-Morgan thing. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Um, right. I don't like that he put the baby in jeopardy to do it, although I don't think – I definitely don't think he ever thought any of what happened was going to happen, with the throwing the zombies, at the, which was kind of cool, throwing the zombies at the window and that. None of that he knew was going to happen, or he probably wouldn't have put the baby in jeopardy. But no. um, I mean, that's one thing that's a little unclear about it or a little weird about it. Like, so Morgan and Grace were like, hey, as long as Mo has an ear infection, let's go try to, like, kill Victor. Right? Like, what? Yeah, like, I, the that, baby I was also curious if he even had sick, it. Right? Yeah, that was my question. Was there even an ear infection or did June play along? That that was my question. I don't think, what I was saying, like, I, I think she really was sick. It. Okay. I, I don't know that. Because. Because first yeah, of all, I don't know that the baby was, first, but yeah, the baby was crying and crying and crying and crying. And to me, the baby seemed clearly sick. And I That's don't know true. if you could really get June to, if June would catch on like that and lie. So I was kind of like, wait, the baby's sick. So let's go ahead and like use as an opportunity to try to like, like overthrow Victor. I don't know. But like, that's so. the least yeah. of the problems on the show. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there were good, good, powerful performances again. I think both him and Lenny and James were like a lot of those scenes were really good. It's just the writing yeah. connecting, <laughs> maybe not. So I much. mean, the, I mean, Victor. Uh, yes, Coleman Domingo is consistently fantastic. Victor is consistently horrible. Like the way Victor talks and acts, and he's having his portrait painted like he's some sort of like weird, like like Louis the Fourteenth, like whatever. Like, and how lucky that he's got a brilliant like. Who does Victor let in? Like, over and over, Victor's like, Carpenter, no, you can't come in. You know? And yeah, he, why and did he even let the, I'd like to know how she got in there. I wondered that, too. How did the painter even get in there? There the was artist, place, right? He's like, ooh, here's an opportunity for me to have my portrait painting. Let's let this lady in. Yeah. It also makes no sense how Victor has all these supplies. He's got all these incredible artifacts. He's got paint. He's got walkie-talkies. He's got guns. He's got food. He has ice. Did you see when he offers Victor, he offers a drink in the beginning, the drink that, that Morgan poisoned, he has ice. Victor has an ice machine. They're like, they're like <laughs> seven years into the apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse plus nuclear bombs, and he has an ice machine. Like, what? Yeah, so thought- this, like, this show is just so ridiculous in that way. Um, um, but they distract us with Coleman Domingo. Like, look, if, if you've got a play of ridiculous character, like, play it, right? He's playing it. But Victor is... Yeah, like, he, he definitely yeah. goes goes for it, which I appreciate. But, um... But I... Yeah, and, and for I Grace to say... For Grace to say, I'll come in if you let Morgan leave is, is a little... Yeah, that was, I don't know. Also kind of... Like, I mean, like she's going to be her, stuck there with the baby now. So I don't see how that... Well, her commitment yeah, to Morgan and that baby have been tenuous at best for the whole last few episodes. And then, you know, um, now she's all in, I guess, unless she, like, I don't know, and Morgan plan, is... Which I don't think she does, but maybe she yeah. figures he'll come save her. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? So um, the, big, the big if yeah, is, is, is that Victor says to Morgan earlier in the episode, he says, Morgan, you can stay if you do me this favor. I need you to find Alicia. Which is crazy to me because earlier in the season, when Victor threw Alicia's boyfriend off the tower, he said he did it on purpose so that Alicia would hate him and would never come around. 
right? Or some, not those but exact he words, decided but he wants to find her. Yeah, yeah, because like he purposely he wanted to alienate her. That was before. Yeah, and he wanting to find her was before he was delirious, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it started out before. Yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, I know. So he, like, he wanted to find I, I, Alicia. The only positive out of all of it is Alicia's back. That's that's the only part that yeah. is the positive out of all that. I mean, Victor and did say that, that he put the light up because it would bring Alicia, but then he made the zombie so Alicia can't get in and threw the like. If you maybe he wants to, to talk to Coleman, Alicia just to say it didn't work. I'm bad. I don't find. I, I don't, don't know. know. If if you get another chance to talk to Coleman Domingo, can you ask him about the conflicting statements? Victor has made in the past five episodes about Alicia, like, like does he want her? Does he not want her? Does he want her? To, like, like I can't more follow. <laughs> I would Victor's... like to know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she does come back by the end. Though. So I'm a little mm-hmm. like, uh, there's a few things that are annoying here. So she's the queen of the ravers or the whatever they're called ravagers or they're not the ravagers she's like no those are not my people who even though i wear the exact same clothes as those guys they're not my people apparently they're bunker they're alicia's people who peeled off and formed their own group it seems to me right yeah i don't think they were originally all together i think she says they're not my people anymore or something like that so um so my dvr cut off the end of it so my DVR shows me, like, the walkers are coming towards Alicia's encampment, and Morgan says, don't shoot, don't shoot. Morgan sees that, they, that they're, they're loaded with bombs or dirty bombs. And they he all says, don't shoot, shoot, don't them, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and they all shoot, and they blow up. And then I see Alicia's face. She looks very stricken, and then it cuts out. And so I don't know if there was anything that happened after those, those bomb, bomb zombies blew up. Thanks. I, I want to say no. It's possible I'm forgetting something, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't see a preview or anything because I had, you know, I had yeah. watched it before I talked to him, so I didn't see a preview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there was anything else. It, um, it well, there probably wouldn't be. I mean, there was about him joining her, but it, if there was something else, it wasn't something that was like great importance that was at the end. Um, but yeah. it, but it was the fact that you know they're gonna. Um, I assume go after Victor. I don't even remember. Um, I'd have to go back and rewatch oh. it. I'm just kind of like, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, at least she's I don't back. Know. I, I, I said, that's at least she's back. It's great to have her back. And, and we're not even going to talk this week about the many ridiculous parts about radiation, no radiation, bombs, no bombs, this and that, because like we're just going to accept in this show that sometimes there's radiation and sometimes there's not, right? Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, we we saw. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes the wind blows the right way and you're fine and all this going back and forth. So <laughs> yeah. we'll set all that aside probably for the rest of the season because it makes us insane. Um, it's great yeah. to have her back. Sure. It, this is episode five, six, and she finally showed up. Um, seven. Seven. Oh, my God, it was seven. So, pretty bad. It took seven um, weeks. Because I think next week's the mid-season finale, isn't it? Mid-season finale is next week, yes. So I guess they're setting up, it's not next week in the back end, it's Morgan plus Alicia and their people versus Morgan, right? Um, versus Strand, yeah. And looking for that place. Oh, versus Strand, yeah. Or not. Oh, that's right. There was something about, I 
feel like there was something about that at the end, about her saying that she didn't know it exist, if it existed or something, but she needed to give him hope. I'm trying. There might have been a line about that place they're looking for. Oh, about about um, Padre. Not Padre. Padre. Yeah, they never mentioned Padre, which yeah. is a little annoying to me, right? Yeah, I feel like there was something said about Padre at the very end, if I'm remembering rightly. I'd have to go back. It's been too long. I can't think. It's been a couple weeks. Because Padre um, seems to not. We all thought Alicia that. was in Padre, and she's not. Yeah. Um, let me see if I have the TV Insider recap. Let's see if they said anything about one. Probably not. Um, I mean, in the meantime, I'm yeah, also with the It says they yeah. all tried to outrun it. I thought they said something about it. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't right. seen any further, so if they, if they did, it was something they said before. Yeah. I'm thinking of. I don't know. All right. Let's, move, let's yeah. keep moving on to the better show. Let's move yeah. on to World Beyond. This was the second now, to last episode of World Beyond. Yeah, and you're going to have to probably help me with remembering what this episode was because I, they're blurring together to me. <laughs> this and the last one, I don't. Want okay. To, don't want to. Go so far. this episode um, is very largely about their escape from the CRM, from from Albany, and so we have that whole business where um, everyone has gone underground in these tunnels and they split up, and Leo takes the scientists and they order a couple Hummers and they go out. But um, Felix and and Felix and one of the girls, Felix and Hope, I guess, stay because they're trying to find the gas. They got to stop Portland, right? They got to stop Portland from being annihilated. They're going to try to find the gas and eliminate it. Because they get trapped. Meanwhile, Silas and Elton um, are trying to break in to get antibiotics so they can save Dennis. Um, oh, that's right. Okay. So all that and all I that know- happens and thing with with Jadis's conversation with explaining why what they're doing is the right thing which that whole conversation just proved that they're crazy (laughs) yes and it was don't get me wrong but but that whole conversation like she thinks that that's going to make them think that what they're doing is morally right yeah no um so there's that and then I know that uh what's his face um gets shot uh Percy gets shot in the head Percy Percy gets shot and he dies, which was kind of sad, but um, I feel like there was so many, like, if if Pac had just shot Jadis, it would have solved things a lot quicker. Um, well, I mean, I kept I waiting for that to happen. Going to. I thought, I didn't, because I think that because Jadis is the crossover element, I assume that she's going to show up again in the other series. That's the only reason why I figured she wouldn't die. Um, yeah. There's some people that I figure at this point, and, and, again, I'm not spoiling anything, but at this point there's some people I thought that would die, and whether they do or not I won't, I won't say, but there's definitely some people at this point I was thinking there's no way they're making it through, especially because hardly any people have died in this series, to be honest. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I agree with you that I think more people have to die. I think that this show cannot end with only Percy dying. I think it's not possible everyone makes it out alive. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think – Felix might be a person who might die, um, partly because Felix, through the entire show, has been committed to, to safeguarding the Bennets, and I think he might give his life for the Bennets. Also, because um, because Will and he because because Will, you saw my you read my interview with the actor who um, Jelani Allen who plays Will. Yeah. And I talked about I think you're going to die because you expressed hope for the future, not you, Will, right? And maybe mm-hmm. Will's hope for the future means that it's Felix who dies. So I don't know. You know, you've seen it, so you can't say. But 
I think maybe Felix doesn't make it out. Um, I'm not, I mean, who knows? I think that, I think Hook, I mean, certainly Dennis. So Dennis has been shot, and and Hook is with him. Um, the boys have not made it back with the antibiotics yet. So could Dennis die? I mean, I think it wouldn't be out of line for the writers to decide that Huck should die. That Huck, Huck who is Huck's redemption only in her death. Like, does Huck get yeah. to leave the CRM and be with the Bennett and find a new life, or does Huck have to die to be redeemed? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think sure Huck, I Huck might have to die. I don't know if I should tell you who I thought was going to die, or tell you not tell you that and tell you whether I was right or not. I'm not tell sure me who you tell me who. When you saw this, at this point, who did you think was going to die going into the final episode? Uh, because of the fact that I did not think Jadis was going to die, I figure Huck was going to die. Whether it was in okay, the camp finale, I thought yeah. Huck was going to die. Yeah. And I won't claim Jadis, whether I'm right or not, but that was my big guess. Because if Jadis has felt, another movie, yeah. yeah. I just thought Jade, there was no way you're going to kill Jadis, and I felt like one of them, although I thought there was a good chance it was going to happen during the standoff. Um, I thought that, you know, yeah. one of them was going to go one way or another, and I just didn't think it was going to be um, be Jadis. Um, now, I mean, I would like one, Jadis to die. Is this the one that she, t- she says more, a little bit about, I'm trying to think, there's some reference to Rick. I couldn't remember if it's this episode or the next episode, so I don't want to be careful what it say. Not that it reveals anything at all, but a reference to what she did before. I couldn't remember if it was this episode or not. So in this episode, Jadis gives a lengthy description, explanation of why the CRM, why they wiped out other cities. And she's like, we yeah, found and like, our modeling showed. And, you know, like, I, kept modeling... saying, I kept Go ahead. So I know I'm just going to say, I kept saying through the whole thing to, to, to the characters when you're talking to them, I kept saying, you know, they really should tell that kid because he seems like he's a good kid and maybe he would join their side if they told him what his father was doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was not, <laughs> that yeah. was not correct because obviously, but, he, it, I mean, not that he killed Percy, but he caused but, it and doesn't seem to care and does not seem like a good kid. So I was wrong well, on that. It turns now. out to, I mean, granted they're telling him his father's a bad person and I can see why a person might not want to hear that. But Jadis gives a big long speech about like, why the CRM decided they had to kill everyone, and we learned that Omaha and and Portland are draining our resources, and there'd come a point where they'd be starving. So killing them is a mercy, like which is ridiculous, right? Yeah, and that was, right? that like, was kill- like the biggest. Right then, he should have been like, "What is wrong with you?" But yeah, um, that's what I'm going to say to you. We've been wondering. We they, we said through the whole thing that it never makes sense why they killed why they killed that whole city, and that is not an excuse that makes sense in any way. I mean, to their in their mind it does, but because they're going to need their resources, they decided they would just kill all them and make a smaller community. Well, how do we know that later on they're not going to kill more of the people at the CRM compound because they need more of that food? You know, like right? Or can you, you make a better plan or whatever? I mean, it it, it, yeah. it kind of makes no sense if their plan is to save humanity that they decided to kill all these people. It, it still makes no sense. Um, it, it's a little, you know, there had been some before this episode. There was some fan speculation that maybe Jadis was not really a true believer or not. Based on Jadis' history that we know from Walking Dead, right? Could Jadis have actually been... Yeah, people are still saying that she's a mole, and I don't... 
I don't buy that. There's but. no way. There's no way she's a mole. No, but there was some speculation right. that she might have been up until now. Um, yeah, yeah. She's and not. Now I get it. Now I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, people are still saying that, but I don't know why. Yeah. But I mean, does it totally play into her history? Maybe not. But she's a, she's a true believer. She's a she's a yeah. Um, so I think your theory is good that she might live if only because she's the connection to the original series and, and to the movies maybe. Uh-huh. And, and she's a connection to Rick Grimes. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I still don't think everybody can make it out. I, I wonder if the two girls and their father can all live. And if Leo, I don't know, like, and where they'll go with these scientists, the idea is to keep the scientists alive. I think actually, if I'm them, the best bet is to wipe out the CRM and then to go back in with the scientists and retake it over and and be better people, right? Like, yeah. we're going to go with these scientists. Um, and at the end of the episode, <laughs> Huck finds all the gas, right? Here's the thing. Right. How do you destroy that gas without gassing yourselves? Like, that's an issue. Um, yeah. So yeah. um, we'll see with that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm just trying to think of what there's anything I can't see. Um, there, you know, I will just say I, I think that this episode and the next episode. I mean, I think they were good, like action-packed, enjoyable episodes. There's obviously some problems that we're talking about, but all in all, I, I mean, I think it was a good episode. Um, it wasn't. It was. It, it made sense for the most part. Um, one thing yeah, I, I mean, really I like, like, and I think the scene with, I think the standoff with Jadis and Hawk, as much as I didn't know why the hell she didn't shoot Jadis, other than the writer said you can't shoot her. Um, other than that, I thought that it was a good tense scene. I, I enjoyed that scene, and I, it was it like was a good. thrilling scene. Um, I, I really and, like and the next episode too. I mean, it's. I really like near the end where where Elton and, and Silas appear. They've gotten free. I liked there was a there was a part where the four kids all hug each other. It's the first time they're back together and they all hug each other. And I thought, all right, is it a little sappy? Yes, but that's where the show started with these four kids. And I, I kind of mm-hmm. like that they that they showed this moment of the, of the four kids all hugging and, you know, being reunited. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. That's really what the show is about. Um, mm-hmm. And probably one of them will die before, like, can they all four make it out? I don't know. I would say if this was Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead, one of them will die. But on World Beyond, possibly the four kids make it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. All right. I won't give anything away. But I did. I yeah. do think it's a good finale. The, the the thing I'm more concerned with is I want somebody to see the finale so they I can talk to them because I just I I don't get the, the point of the. I mean, I mean it's not as far as sake it's been around everywhere. There's a post credit scene. Um, to the finale, and I, I feel like it's supposed to be some big revelation that I didn't feel like it was, and, or I'm missing something big. Reading people's response on Reddit, um, because I was curious what other people saw, um, I definitely did not take it the way other people did. So I, I'm really curious kind of what, what you think, because I don't know. I'm just kind of like, what? <laughs> okay, so first of all, like, I don't get it. we're smarter than Reddit. It, I don't get it. First yeah, of all, no, but I, just, I don't get it. Yes, we are. But no, I, I, all, just, I didn't get. It seemed dumb to me. But maybe I'm missing something. I'll see. How, I want to know what you what you think. I mean, I think the finale right. was good. I just didn't get the post credit scene. 
I mean, the show is definitely a lead-in. This show is not a standalone show. It's leading into other things happening on other shows, right? Um, uh-huh. I think that I think that Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead has ignored the serum for a long time. Walking Dead doesn't. I mean, we've talked about how can Walking Dead, so Fear hasn't made the time jump, and they have the CRM now. So Walking Dead is going to have to introduce the CRM. So we'll see what happens with that mm-hmm. when this show ends and, and, and the other one picks up. But at any rate, um, so I guess we'll talk about it next week. Sounds good. In the meantime, in the meantime, we'll move on to whatever else we have. What's next? Wheel we of Time, break. I guess. A wheel of time, yeah. All right, wheel of time. Let's bring AJ back in here to talk about wheel of time because I that I paid almost no attention to the show while it was on. I felt like this episode was like blah 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 blah, blah and I just couldn't even like which episode? And you know, what? I already this was episode four. Episode four is a lot of people sitting around and talking. People are sitting with the travelers and talking. People have a guy in a cage and they're talking. Blah, 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 blah. I, no, you I, know, know. I don't like the show. So. Karen doesn't like And everyone's talking. like, this was a very exposition-y episode, I thought. It's like, you didn't read the book? Let's all sit around and talk about the book. So I'm going to probably sit out mostly and you guys talk about episode four. And let's throw it to AJ. Maybe, I wasn't, maybe, maybe I wasn't paying attention because I, I didn't think it was that much I didn't think it was that much exposition. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. okay, I can um, say that, but it was talking. It was though. it was a lot of talking. Everybody's talking about leaves flying around in the wind, and and there's a man in a cage, and there's all this talk, 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 talk. AJ, go ahead. See, I thought, I actually thought this episode was better. I thought there was a lot more action in it. There was a lot more going on. I mean, yeah, there was talking, but I didn't think that I, – I felt like it might finally be moving somewhat forward. Um, like, uh, you know, the end of the episode, Nynaveen, which you totally see it coming. Apparently, she's like super healer, um, and she knocked the, uh, yeah. the self-proclaimed dragon on his ass. Um, yeah. The one thing that confused me was what's going on with – I think what's going on with Matt. He um, – oh, I'm he, guessing he the dagger – Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing the, the dagger that he stole from, from that that dark city, like to, like he's possessed by it because there's some darkness in the dagger, and he's like puking up darkness or something. I, I got confused on that part. I was like, uh, did I miss something? Like it just came out of – it felt like it came out of nowhere. Um. I agree, but I also so think you're right. Like when he touches it, like he, like sometimes his face turns a little black. Like he's not only yeah. like having a nosebleed of running, but he turns <laughs> and, a little black, and, which is what happened to everyone in the yeah. city last week. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was funny um, when uh, <clears throat> when Land got his throat slit. Um, I looked to Artie because he he's he's Artie's favorite character because he's like mysterious. And he wants to know more about the character. And I said, oh, well, there goes your mysterious character. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And then, of course, you know, Nynaveen comes in and she super heals everybody. Uh Which I kind of saw that coming, that something was going to happen with her. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, I just felt like there was a lot of, uh, I thought there was a lot of action, you know, in each scene, except for the gypsy scene. That was just a lot of dancing. I mean, the gypsy scene, but there um, was also a whole bunch of, I see, I have okay, let me, let me stop and let Jamie talk. Separated the, no, I'm just saying my problem is I, I'm having trouble keeping them separated and not, I, I want to be careful and I'm trying to, to think how to ask what I want to ask. Like, Oh, that's right, Jamie's seen all of it. Yeah, no, I've seen six. I've seen six. The, um, the okay. thing that I was confused about, and, and I'm, I'm thinking at this point I definitely I've definitely felt it because she, she healed him. It, it's my understanding that the um, – God, it's been so long since I've seen this. It's been months. The um, – what are they called? Lan. I can't the think of what he's called, but Lan. what Lan is to her, to Moraine. Not that that's oh, an ace yeah. guy, but he's her. Okay. She's his concubine. Yeah, he's her, no. Um, whatever. You know what I mean. Servant, whatever. I think they at one point say, and I'm pretty sure it's before this point, like that they say that they're they're closer than than you know lovers, closer than than husband and wife, closer than than siblings, whatever. Okay, so I definitely feel though like. He has some feelings for Nynaeve and that she likes – well, more so she likes him. But I feel like he was reciprocating some of it. I don't know. That that was kind of my thoughts between this is I, I like their um, their scenes together. But I definitely felt like, like they're trying to push that. But I was a little confused by that with the fact that I thought he was supposed to be in love with Moraine. Anyway, that's my comment. I don't want to go too far into Trying to be very he's, careful what I say and thinking about what happens and what happens. To he's the not in love with Marine. <clears throat> all, <clears throat> all of them, they're like their personal bodyguards and sex slaves. Right, but they sex seem slaves, to be, are they sex I, slaves? I, I guess, Have you opinion that? Well, no, they're not necessarily sex slaves. I'm just agreeing with AJ and saying yeah. Well, I mean, I got the opinion. Do they have sex? Some of them, maybe. I, I got but the opinion I, they I do. Yeah, I definitely get the opinion they do, but I'm also was of the opinion that they were like, like they say something like closer than, than husband and wife. So I thought that that saying that meant that most of them had like a really close relationship. Like I was confused why he seems to like her because I thought that they were sort of together. I definitely thought that Lan and Moraine were supposed to be together, I guess is what I'm saying. So I was surprised. I mean, not that he can't, you know, like both of them, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> so I I, I'm pretty. I, I could be ahead, wrong, okay. but I'm pretty sure it's not by choice. They were like paired. All all the all the witches and their manservants. They were paired. They weren't like it wasn't like Lan was like, "Ooh, I like her." You know what I mean? Like they were yeah, paired. Yeah, that wasn't like, like, I thought reason, it was more like a. And the reason I get the impression. Like and the reason I get the. The reason I get the impression that they, you know, have sex with their manservants is because the one witch, when she w- went off with the two guys who I got the feeling were actually together. Yeah, they're <clears throat> to be sleeping together. The and Nyavine. Yeah. You did that. And Nyavine, like, she's like, she's like, are all three of them gonna? And the other guy just kind of like, chuckles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely, that was kind of part of what I was referring to, too. But I didn't know if you had seen that. That's why I'm saying I'm trying to remember what's happening. But, um. I was under the impression that not necessarily – I don't want to say necessarily that they're all madly in love with 
the person they're with. I don't mean that. But I thought that their connection just, was supposed bond. to be so close that, right. But I thought that, that the way they, at least to me, the way it came off, me having not read any of it, I thought that that connection was supposed to, like, make them closer than any other two people, that, like, that, that they had that kind of bond. Not necessarily a sexual bond, but that they were, like, loved, not necessarily, again, not necessarily in love, but saying that, like, they, they loved each other. And I thought it took it more of, like, like, he swore fealty to her, and therefore they get this connection. But a lot of that I may just be inferring because I have no clue and have not read the book. Like, <laughs> you'd have to ask. Alyssa, I just wondered how you guys felt because I just felt like they were trying to push the two of them as being a ship. Now, again, whether or not they so, want you to feel oh that, no. that means that will be, I have no idea. But I definitely so feel I, like like Slan for sure. I mean, she saved them the way she did. There's definitely so some I feelings thought there. a little differently, but more that, like Jamie did. So I saw Lana Marine as a little bit more like um, – not a sexual relationship or a family relationship, but more like someone who's devoted to their, I don't want to say their master. Like a soulmate. Yeah, or maybe like a person, maybe like the way a nun or a priest or a brother is devoted to God. Not that Maureen is a God, but that you, that you have a commitment to this being that transcends like your own needs in a way, right? Like, I saw it as more like right. a, he's made a lifetime commitment to support her and to follow her. That's more like, I mean, I don't want to call it a cult, and I don't want to call it religious, but that it that it, that it it transcended any sort of that might human kind of relation that he wasn't uh, yeah, thinking like Yeah, which I like guess a, is why I'm saying, I guess that's why I'm saying I'm surprised that it seemed to me he was attracted to her. That was what I thought well, was a little no, strange but, but and confused see, that's why I thought it wasn't – for him to be attracted to Nynaeve, like, I did see that Jamie also. Like, I thought he and Nynaeve okay, were so not having a little me. bit okay. of a connection there. No, I thought they were having a little bit of a of a moment there and a connection. And, like, to me, that was more his human connection. Like, he, he's susceptible to that because he's not in love with Maureen. He's not sexually or romantically – or whatever way his his commitment to Moraine to me is different than what what Sparky has with Dynave. Oh my God, I can't believe I hate this show so much, and I've thought a lot about these two characters. <laughs> well, I like those two characters. I like their dynamics. I, I think out of all of them, um, I will say that after they have the going most, by where the I chemistry. think you guys are. I I will say that going by where I, in my head where I think you are. Um, I, I like the two of them, their chemistry, but also after this episode, I started, if you're where I think you are, I started to like Moraine a lot more after this episode too. Like I, for the beginning did not, yeah, I did not really like Moraine, whether or not we were supposed to, I don't know, but I was more apathetic. Like, like, I, I mean, I like, I appreciated everything she was doing for them, but she wasn't like my favorite character. You know what I mean? But she becomes, in my opinion, as it goes on, I I feel like she's more, I don't want to say humanized, but I don't know. She gets more personality, I feel like, after as it goes on, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's so hard to, to talk about it without talking about it. This is why it's bad. But, um, yeah, I'm just curious how you guys feel as time goes on. But I definitely felt like whenever Nynaeve saves 
them, it's because of Lan and because she saved Lan. I, I mean, she saved all of them, but it was because of that connect. I felt like that love or whatever you want to call it for him that she kind of freaked out and, you know, saved them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. AJ, what are you? Any thoughts on this? I didn't think about I it. I, I, I didn't think. I didn't think about it that much. I mean, there's definitely something there with two of them, whether it's a friendship or flirtation or whatever. Um, I, I didn't think that hard about it. <laughs> Clearly, you two did a lot more than I did. Well, I mean. With Nynaeve and Lamb, I mean, clearly when his throat gets lit, she's very, you know, I mean, okay, so she wants to heal yeah. him because she's a healer, but she screams like, no, and all this, like, silver flies out of her body, and, and, and yeah. dragon or fake, whatever you want to call that guy. He's got um, on his ass. I mean, every single person, and Maureen's there, they all, I mean, her hair, like, stands up off her head like snakes. <laughs> it's a very powerful type of healing that we haven't seen before, right? I mean, she's very, I mean, if you want to talk about who might be the person who has the power, she's exhibited the most power. And that's the other thing I wanted to comment on. And I I get the opinion from some of the stuff that I've read online. It might be how they've changed the series compared to the book. But I was under the impression at the beginning of the story that the Dragon Reborn had to be a man, but then they made it seem like it could be either of these two That's girls. That's what I thought well. too. Yeah, but I, I see. I because men can't. People are. I, I agree, that Jamie. The book has to be a man, so I don't know. It's different. Yeah, I got I got confused too. I thought because women can possess magic without going crazy, all you know, once every however many years or wherever it is. There's a man a that man. they refer to as the dragon that can possess magic without going crazy, it's, which is why I found it well, no, funny I when. So crazy. I think they're just the one that. What's that? Either. I, I, I think they'll still no, go crazy. Not... I think it's just they'll either save or no. destroy the world because the original one went crazy. That was kind of the point. I don't know. That's how I understood it. Maybe no, I'm men. <laughs> Originally, originally, men when men possessed magic, they all went crazy, like some like they right. you know, they got too power hungry. They got too power hungry, and they you know they overdid it, and then the, they broke the world. And when they you know when the world after breaking the world, only women can possess it because men can't handle it. But there is like an exception to the rule, like every rule, and that's the dragon. So I was confused, too, when they were talking about well, uh, what's-her-face possibly being the dragon also, which – because I, I swear they said it in the show, and then all of a sudden they changed their mind. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not paying enough right, attention either. All these kids, I don't, all these kids are supposed to be – Part of it is they're not supposed to know exactly what it is. Like, a lot of it, I think, maybe is them guessing – at least in the series compared to the book, because I think the books a lot, it sounds like from what I've read is, is different, but I don't know. See, I thought, and, and I don't even remember, I had read about it, um, something about that, I forget what happened, but it, it had to do with that, that bad evil thing or whatever cursed the men. And that's why after that they were unable to, 
to possess magic. But I, I don't know that necessarily the dragon's supposed to be able to not be nuts because otherwise they would never have thought that that guy in the cage was the dragon to begin with because he was already going nuts, right? Well, they never thought he was. They, they always called him a false dragon. Well, they thought like he, he claimed, right? They called him right. a false dragon through. Right, but I think yeah. at the beginning they thought he might have been. That's why they were chasing. I don't know. It's confusing. I don't know that it's relevant. I, mean, I think they the series is definitely different. Dragon. Book. Yeah, they do. I mean, at the book. at the end of it, he's you know you're not really sure what happens at the end of the episode. I mean, personally, I so part of my problem with this show is that visually it doesn't speak to me. Like I don't like the visual representation of magic and how the women and particularly um, what's her name, uh, Rosamund Pike, Maureen. Um, she's got all this like silver streaks and then this guy who's the fake, the false dragon, he's got all these black streaks or whatever. To me, first of all, Jamie, it feels, it feels very much like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows where, where, you know, where Voldemort sends those black ribbons out to tie up Harry. And in other ways, I feel like it's not, I feel like in other ways, I'm like, I'm just like, getting the way they're showing magic. I also feel like all the gold and silver things, I'm like, wait, did I just see that today in Eternals? Like all this gold and silver shit that I'm always seeing? I don't know. I just feel like, I, I don't know. To me, the magic part of it is annoying. Um, but it, at any rate, this guy clearly was able to do some kind of magic, right? Like this guy's not, he's a, he's a false dragon, but he he does magic. Right. Yeah, I I take it that I understand, and maybe this is because I've seen first, but <clears throat> I understand the men can do magic. Some of not all men, but the the men can do magic. It's that's that's what makes them go crazy, is if they tap into that magic. At least that's how I understand. And, and only women can do without going crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. Like that was only after that war, or whatever though. But in the other ages before that, where men did magic too, it wasn't until they broke the world that 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 happened or whatever. I don't right. know. I've well, read some rate, of it too to try to understand it a little better. So, I mean, throughout this episode, we see this guy is very powerful. And at the end of it, where all this goes down, he, at the end of it, he's not really vanquished. Right. Or, I mean, we have a lot of shit goes down in the, in the end of the episode, but he's laying there on the ground, but he's not dead. Right. Or incapacitated in any way. Right. Yeah. And some people have been healed, some haven't, like, yeah. That part was great. I just felt like the whole rest of the episode was taking forever. Like, people are like, oh, let's go sleep in that stable. Let's not. Let's have a long conversation about sleeping in the stable. Let's have a whole bunch of people in the woods talk to us. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, wait, it's been well, like 20 minutes about talking fair, if you're going to sleep in the stable or not. To be fair, compre- condensing 14 books into, well, I guess you'd say seven books because they're doing two seasons or whatever. But com- compressing even seven books into whatever it is, eight episodes, there are, there is going to be some exposition. I mean, that you can't get away from that. Well, yeah, I think that maybe this it. story would have been better, and, and I don't know, again, because I haven't read the book, but maybe it would have been better at least someone, like, the way you like it, if maybe they had, like, focused on one book. You know, or or a couple, and not like brought so much from all the different stuff in together. Maybe that's part of the problem, but I don't know. I like it, so I mean, it's like I said, it's not like my absolute favorite series that you know I'm dying, you know what happens or anything. Yeah. But I, I like it. 
We need to have like some guest commentary from someone like Alyssa who's read it all and she doesn't want to record it or come online. Maybe she can like tell AJ what she thinks about it because AJ, you've been kind of quiet. How are you feeling about how the episode ended and what all happened there? Um, it's entertaining. It's not the best show on. It's, 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 it's entertaining. It's just, it's not the best show out there. I just, I feel like, honestly, I, I'd rather spend more time away from the witches because I feel like they're not, they, we've got three three stories going and I don't feel like we're sp- yeah, spending equal time with each story. Like I, I mean, maybe next episode I'll spend more time with Rand and Matt and, yeah. uh, the other two there. Um, did either of you also, that was something I wanted to bring up. Um, I'm blanking on her name. What the heck, what's the girl's name? The main girl. Oh, the girl who's, the girl who's with Perrin right now. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not Igwain. 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 Thank you. Egwene, yeah. Did either of you get the feeling that her and that other kid were about to make out when they were staring yeah, at the stars? You mean the guy she was with, not that wasn't parent. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. no, not parent. <laughs> yeah. No, the gypsy kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, which the whole yeah. time I'm watching, <clears throat> I'm watching this scene, and the whole time I'm like, I swear to God, if she fucking kisses him, I'm going to smack her. Because she's supposed to, her and Rand <laughs> are supposed to be so in love, you know, and like they, you know, they like, everything is about the other one. I'm like, if she like kisses this guy out of nowhere, it's just, I'm like, I, I, I can't. I'm like, it just, I feel like, maybe it's because I, I, I don't know enough about the characters yet, but I just, I think that's what it is. I don't know enough yeah, individually but, about the characters yet, now that I think about it. Well, but, I mean, from what I see on this show, she and Rand are in love, but they're, but they're not in love. Like, are they in love? Yes. Do they admit it or show it or try to hurt each other? Right? They don't admit it. They don't really admit they're in love. They're always at cross purposes. They're they're star crossed, right? They're not there yet. Yeah. I don't know. Um but I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean I thought that well, I also think it was partially she chose the magic over him or whatever, which he didn't appreciate. She did, yes, that's correct. Yeah, and he didn't appreciate that. And why would he, right? You're totally right. He's right, right. Well, I guess in the book, I remember reading somebody said something too about. I think in the book they weren't sleeping together though either. Like he was, I think he was with the virgin or something in the book. I don't know. I I, I did read some of what some people were saying about it when I was trying to figure out more. So that's why hmm. I'm like saying people said this. That's why I do want to know what Elisa well. thinks. You need to find I mean, out and tell us. Right. Well, I guess I like it a little better because I actually talked about it. Um, I mean, I did yeah. feel a lot of it was blah, 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 but some shit happened, and I, <laughs> I seemed to hate it less. <laughs> so there's that. Good. So well, got um, more left. We got one more. We got one more show to talk about. So maybe we should um, get on it. Yeah, huh? let's move up four hundred. Um, oh, with two more shows. Forty four hundred and Discovery. All right, so forty four hundred. 
Yeah, I have some questions about this episode that uh, some things that I'm confused about. I, I, I got to ask you this because just the one thing I want to see if you guys understand that confused me so bad I did not get is okay. Okay. So, um, and okay, as usual, I'm like blanking and can't think of people's names ever because I suck at people's names. But um, the, the one that Mildred, I remember her name, Mildred, mm-hmm. the one that's in the hospital. So when they, they have, they're, you know, trying to confine all their powers, whatever, stopping them from using them. Now, I don't understand how covering her face stops her from using psychic powers, especially because there was an air hole that she could talk through. That part is neither here nor there. That's already a bad part of it. But what, what confused me is, okay, so she got really into hurting the guy. She was pissed. She, like, I guess shredded his, his bones. And it made me think of, like, in, in Harry Potter, like, when, when he loses his, when the bones disappear, you know, and he needs a skeleton. It totally looks like mm-hmm. that. But anyway, so what I don't understand is, so she did that. Why, after that happened, did his grow, bones, like, grow back? And, like, his arm went back. The doctor. Normal. Did you understand? The, yes, the doctor oh, has healing powers. No. Oh, well, they didn't know about yeah, that. Now that, you yeah. said, now that I've said that, I'm like, okay, duh, that was dumb, Jamie. Because I was like, because I kept thinking, yeah. the only thing I kept thinking was, I would have understood if it was maybe... Um, the other one that, that did it to him because she can make people see things and I was thinking well, maybe she just wants him to think he's in pain but I'm like LaDonna didn't do that she did that so I was I was confused yeah you're right you're right that makes total sense and I'm stupid okay sorry <laughs> moving on no, you're not That's okay. it's not always entirely clear but I yeah, think no. I mean, it, right. that, that was the first clear. time he's, and that was that's the, that's the first time he's healed somebody like that so and the only maybe, reason I caught he it had more was because he touched him. Touched him more, like was more deliberate touch. Like I, I, you're right, he did touch him, but I didn't like think about the fact he was touching his arm. It wasn't as deliberate. Yeah. Like if they had had him like get tired after or had like cups in his fingers. <laughs> but that okay. was not known to be his power, and it's not clear to me. I thought, oh, did he pick up Claudette's power? Right, because Claudette is the healer. Claudette um, can heal herself, oh, not so others. Oh, like a hero, maybe. So no, maybe Claudette heals like, herself. Like he can, wasn't it one of the heroes in the new series that they could copy powers or eat their powers or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so who knows? So, he, so is possible. he a power? Did he copy her power, or or can he heal or people? Or yeah. a separate power? Like Claudette kills herself. I, can Andre yeah. heal other people? That would be a separate power. Good point, AJ. I don't yeah, know. I think he, Thoughts on that? I think he just heals himself or heals other people because if he copied Claudette's power, he would just heal himself. That's at least how I'm taking this. Yeah, okay, I have a very important fair, question. Yeah. But to be fair, we don't know that Claudette can't heal other people because she hasn't tried to heal other people. True. Right, I have yeah. a very important question. Yes. How many episodes are in this season? Oh, my God. Too many because this, yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. Because everything I've read, I am only seeing eight episodes for this season. But then there's one thing I read that said something about 12 episodes. So I'm wondering if MDiv is only showing up till December and then they're going on a break and then they come back in January. Ooh. Like, I wonder if they, like, I wonder if like the, it was an eight episodes that they ordered and then they got additional episodes. Because I read, oh, no. I did read something about one of, 
one of the original creators of the 4400 is directing episode 112, which would imply season one, episode 12, but I can only find information right. about eight of them. So well, when you Google I, I, I'm it, guessing... it says, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's accurate. Exactly. But I'm guessing there's 12, because uh, at first I was hmm. like, because Artie, Artie and I were talking about it tonight, we were trying to figure out how many episodes there were, because... Unless maybe we're both it's kind of six and then it's like a waning. mid-season finale. Yeah, that would be my guess. That's a, yeah, that's – well, I think I think there's eight and then the mid-season finale. So, so eight more you say that you, you and Artie are both kind of waning in your interest in this show, or what are you, like, getting yes, out of this? Yes, yes, because we, we're like, how many episodes are left? And we're like, oh, there's only eight. We can handle eight more and see how it goes. But now I'm like, there's 12? <laughs> So I got six more. <laughs> well, I, like, I one thing, say... I, th- my biggest problem with this episode was actually Mildred. Um, she's supposed to be sympathetic because, she, you know, they're taking these 4400s with powers and they're doing God only knows what to them. But, and I understand Mildred's hurt and upset, but she, she you know, thankfully... That guy was able, you know, the doctor healed him somehow um, because otherwise she's now a villain. Now she, what she just did is exactly why they're afraid of them. And again, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. understand her her feelings and her anger and everything, but by her doing but that, that doesn't make it, okay to somebody. It, it doesn't make her, it doesn't make her sympathetic anymore. It makes her dangerous. Well, and, and, and so by the end of it, Hayden has a vision where she's like sort of a an insurgent or a yeah. terrorist or something, right? Um, which yeah, I think is something that was talking about. Do we even know what she was talking about when she said, "Will I save her?" What what was that about? Were we supposed to know? Yeah, I don't know. I'm no. confused by that too, Cause actually. Because we I felt like we were supposed to know, but I didn't get it. So. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either get it, and I was and also I watched confused. that recently. It's not like it was a week ago. I just watched it a couple of days yeah, ago. I, watched it I also was confused. Um, I watched it tonight. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I gotta say, Jamie, I was a little, I wasn't confused, but when we see Mil, Mildred, and she's in that sort of, so I think Mildred can only do her power if she can see what, what she's looking at, what she wants. Yeah. So I think the reason they had that thing over her head oh, is if you can block her sight. And I felt well, like this was very... Why don't they just put very... a blindfold on her? Isn't that kind of cruel to cover well, her, her head like that? Whatever. Whatever. Well, everything they're cruel. doing is I mean, it's the government. They're cruel. I mean, yeah, I, know, I felt like... A, I felt a little bit like the government is catching on to this way too fast and it's moving too quickly, but yet in the episode someone says it's been five months since we, right? Someone in the episode says it's been five months since we last got out. It's been, someone makes a comment that it's been a long time. Yeah, someone says Mm -hmm. it's been five months. Who who says that? Let me think about it. But someone says it's been five months since we've been out of here or whatever. Like someone mentions it. But I still felt like the government is catching on weight. I felt it was a very X-Files-y kind of thing. Remember how the X-Files, not the X-Files, the X-Men, you know how in the X-Men, um, the government or, or trash industries, whoever, finds a way to 
to stop all the mutant powers. And they've got all these mean different in kinds the, of... Do you mean what? in the, the X-Men? No, okay, I mean I in the X-Men. In some of the X-Men no, I know, movies, but I they have... I in the X-Men series. Okay, that's fine. No, I just thought you meant in the TV series. Well, no, in some of the X-Men movies, they've got all these different kinds of restraints on all different kinds of mutants to stop them from doing their thing. And the way that, even the way that Cyclops wears those glasses to stop him from, like, putting his X-ray eyes on people or, I, I, I don't know. I felt like, in this episode, I felt like to already have restraints on Mildred and other kinds of people, I was like, this is going way too fast. And then later someone says, Oh, it's been five months we've been living here. I'm like, oh, it's five months. Wow. Okay, that makes more sense to me. Um, and and five I months. think See, that, that seems like too much. That seems like too long. Well, okay. Uh, I haven't been watching. But... I haven't been watching five months of a show. Like the, okay, the, that's fair enough. You know, also. Yeah. Yeah. So for me to have caught that, in one way, for me to have caught it, and Jamie not. I caught it. Jamie didn't. We're all talking about, like, this show is not clear enough about what's going on. And, and I guess we're getting no. back to what AJ says every week is, like, what is this show about? Um, I have to say to you guys also, I'm not loving the flashbacks. I, I'm uh, not either. You, you know it's what not I adding understand? to it for me. The, the kid that plays, what's his name? I'm sorry. I don't know why anymore. Hayden? I swear my the kid age. who was the kid Hayden. who made the point this week was Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. Hayden. The one thing that threw me off is that that kid is already a, I mean, he's not a kid per se. It's not like he's a little kid. But he's a young actor, okay? He's not an adult per se, or at least he's not playing an adult. Right. I think that they should have used the same actor in the flashbacks because I was very confused because I thought at first that that was supposed to be the doctor again because we didn't know what it looked like yes. as a kid. Because I kept thinking, if they're showing that kid as a kid, why isn't he the same kid? <laughs> if, you know, if you get what I'm well, saying. Well, because like he's that even younger in the flashback. Just made him look... Right, but I'm saying that was he was already really pretty young that they could make that kid look that age, I feel like. Maybe well, I, 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 disagree, I, I disagree with that. <laughs> he, was, he was much really? younger. I felt kind of the same way yeah, like just because when I thought I was like, I was like, wait a minute, he's also from the 1920s-ish kind of era? Like, exactly. I felt like, wait, yeah, he's from, I, was I didn't know, I didn't know he was from as long ago as, as yeah. I did. I just feel like, was, we, we talk about them not being surprised by technology. He seems like, yeah. I thought he was from more recent. No, he's, yeah, they, they made a comment about what year he was from. Well, I've never caught that. I, I I have to agree with Jamie. We've talked about it. That's the major problem, that no one's really that awed by the new society. Oh, well, yeah. And we talk about that every week. And all that. I thought, I thought Hayden was from only like 10 or 20 years ago. I had no idea he was from the 20s. And, and this yeah, episode was about Yeah, he made a comment about something. Earlier or just this week? You you caught it in, earlier? In an early, in, in you. a, in a, in an earlier episode. Right. I don't remember what episode it was. I, I mean, good for you, but it's obviously not very clear to the Well, and, and that, goes, that goes to your point you just made a few minutes ago, Karen. <laughs> this show is doing an awful job of being clear. Yeah. You're catching some things that Jamie and I aren't. Jamie's catching things that you and I aren't. I'm catching things that you two aren't. You're like, well, none of us are catching the same thing <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of all over the place. 
Yeah. And I really didn't like Josh in this episode. I like Josh less and less every week. Like which one is Josh? uh, Shanice's husband. Oh, Josh. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Oh, I like how like like stood up for his kid. I get. Okay, I get his initial reaction. He felt thought she left. He should understand now that she didn't just leave. We have people from the 20s and the 50s here, okay? She didn't just leave. Yeah. She wrote that letter that she left in the car like six months before she disappeared, you know? Yeah. By that point, she had gotten over. She had gotten over her postpartum depression, and she wasn't going anywhere. The note was, you know, the letter was just still there. She unfortunately disappeared, and you found it and thought the worst. I get all that. You now know that is not what happened. So for him to sit there and be like, you're not going to tell me how I'm going to raise our daughter. Like, seriously? Like, that scene really, that, that scene pissed me off that he took such to the high ground there when Shanice has had, she had no choice. She didn't ask to be transported 16 years into the future and missed her daughter's and, you know, half her, her daughter's prior life up to this point, you know? So like Josh in the first couple of stuff, I thought he was kind of like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm mad, but I guess I'm getting it. And now all of a sudden, like they're playing him like the villain. Like I, well, I just felt that was there. Wasn't there. Whether it's her fault or not, she wasn't there to raise him. But yeah, but for him to come at, to him, for him to come at her like that, when all she was, you know, when she was getting mad at the doctor for putting her daughter in that position, he's like, oh, don't worry. She's going to get grounded. And then, like, to tell, to say that Hayden you is a no, wonderful, yeah. respect, respectable kid and yeah, you have no right to say anything about her, I, that whole scene pissed me off. Like, I don't know where he gets off. Like, and they changed the characters. It's episode six, and the character is uneven. Like, that just came out of nowhere for me. Well, I, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. So I think that they, they made him, I think you're right, that he was, he thought she left him and he was very evasive and scared. But the fact that, like, Shanice goes to him last week and says, listen, I'm not going to come live with you, but can you please take Hayden? Because we're all, like, like the husband is all, what, his name is, is his name Logan? What's his Josh. name? Josh. Anyway, he's all in. Josh. He's all Josh, in, right? Like, or maybe it is Logan. And no, it's Logan. It's Logan. Oh, um, Logan. I'm so, sorry. So, so Shanice is like, I'm not going to move in, but can you can you please take Hayden? And Logan's all in. Logan, he's like, yeah, I'll take Hayden. And I'm, you know, and, and he shows up like like when his daughter, uh, Michaela, my whatever, whatever her name is, the daughter, like gets into trouble as she's the getaway driver, and she calls him, and he shows up, and he helps them all out, right? So that's another thing to me that, as AJ, you said, doesn't make sense, because he's like, you have no say in grounding her. You're not her mother. And yet, you're totally all in with the 4400, and you helped your daughter, like, like break someone out yeah. of the hospital. But you're like, oh, sorry, Shanice, you're not a part of this. Like, that doesn't really make sense. To me, it would make more sense if he was, if he was, all in, and his wife was a little bit like, "Oh, are you sure you're all in?" Like, right? They're like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it, that's I agree a lot with you. That, that he's in, is he in or is he out? Is he in or out? And and the show is not clear on it. Um, 
I I didn't love the entire thing about Hayden's background this week, partly because his background is is like I was a little confused. He's also from the twenties. Everyone's from the twenties, right? I didn't understand um, the point of his they, background, honestly. Well, I I think part of the point was that he's a he's there was he's a kid who. I mean, we call him neurodiverse. Like five years ago, we'd say he maybe was on the spectrum. Maybe he was autistic on the spectrum. But he's a kid who, like his mother says to him, oh, you you don't want to eat noodles because you don't like textures. And you want to play chess and whatever. And he's obviously a, a, a like like a, a neurodiverse child now is what they'd say, right? And so I think the point of it was partly to explain his background, but I don't think we needed it. Like, I think we all got it no. from seeing him over the past couple of, the past, like, episodes. We all saw that this was a kid who, what, you saying you didn't see it, or we didn't need it, or... No, I saw it. I, I, I agree that we didn't need the flashback. Yeah, we didn't need that flashback. Honestly, the flash- I, I don't, don't think we any needed any of the flashbacks. <laughs> agree, agree, yes. Uh, Jamie, do you need any of the flashbacks? Do you agree? Like, the flashbacks are not really telling us anything. Yeah, I feel like I get pulled out of it when they go into the flashbacks for the most part. Um, but but I, I, I still think they need to more lean more more into the sci-fi element. We, we've talked about that before. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think we necessarily needed that. I mean, the point to tell us that he was, like, put into an institution, I got. But it didn't need to be as much... You know, I think that that they are doing too much of the flashbacks, doing too much like, to just be to just be like, oh, people didn't get me. I was like, and he says like, oh, he's in the station until the mummies blooped out. But um, and one, I think my biggest problem with the flashbacks, like the occasional flashback here and there, is fine. But I feel like dedicating each episode to a flashback of an individual character isn't doing it any favors. It's very drawn out and boring when we could be using that time for the now, you know, I didn't, you know, I haven't needed anybody's flashback to the extent they've given it to us, you know, maybe a quick scene here or there um, that is essential to the current story would do it and not just focus on one person. Like you could have multiple people flashbacks in one episode to kind of, you know, show where they're coming from. Cause I don't know. It just half of an episode, you know, or even, I don't know. I guess it's not half, but maybe a third of the episode is flashback and it's not needed. Like you could have shown us what you wanted to show us about Hayden in five minutes instead of 15 Okay, and we're people who like flashbacks. Like, we love Lost, and that was a show that used flashbacks right? uh-huh. in a yeah, great but they way. Made, they were, yeah, they were, that was done well. You can't compare <laughs> to Lost because then you're just going to lose whatever you're talking about sucks. Then. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, those are flashbacks that gave you a lot about the character's motivation. And um, these flashbacks, I feel, are telling you stuff about the characters that we knew already. So maybe like LaDonna. So I feel like LaDonna's flashback was pretty good because we didn't know a lot about her, and we saw that she had this, like, horrible mother on a reality show, and her flashback was pretty decent. But I felt like 
like, in particular, Hayden's flashback didn't tell me a lot that I didn't know about the character from watching him. Um, and Andre's, I'm just like, maybe okay, but yeah, a lot of the flashbacks Andre's not didn't do anything me for me either. I still don't even know what I'm supposed to understand about that character. Andre's flashback is not great. Um, some are good. Uh, Shanice's, not good. Um, they're not really, I, I feel like this is not, we talk a lot about, is this a show we used to watch? And it's not, because the show we used to watch was about no. science fiction. And this show is about, like, who you were and who you are, which is okay, but not what they sold us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else to complain right, about? So, nope, we're done. We got All right. one more. Yeah. You want to do it? Yes. After we take, after we take a night to Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. say goodnight to me. And then, Karen, go night, watch Jamie. Beyond when you're done. <laughs> Good night. All right, I will. i got to figure out what to ask Nico. People can send me questions for Nico if you have field questions. <laughs> When's your interview right. with Nico? Nico is tomorrow. It was supposed to be yesterday, right. and it was rescheduled. And then I have probably the day after tomorrow have with um, Alexa, Julia, and I'm not sure who else. But first, I got to do his. All right. <laughs> so I got to think of things. Great. All right. All right. Have a good night, both of you. All right. Good night. Talk to you next week, Jamie. Okay. Have a good week. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right, so, AJ, we have um, Discovery. Discovery. Um, this is episode two of the season. I think we probably don't have a ton to talk about because not a ton. I was really just going to say, there's not happens. really. So very... Yeah, there's there's not a lot to talk about, um, mainly because they don't even know what they're dealing with yet. However, I got to say, those anti-gravity scenes, and then they didn't know when they were going to get dropped. <laughs> were hilarious. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I laughed. I, was, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, most of the episode just was, you know, about book and um, the doctor going in. And, well, not the doctor, the, the uh, oh, God, what the hell is his name? Paul's the other one. Who? Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh yeah, Anthony Rapp, the guy who was there with him. Yeah, he Anthony was, Rapp's uh, character. I can't think. I can't think of his, his scientist. I want to say his name uh, is Sam, name. Sam S. Shara, uh, his name is uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, you were close. The guy. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, Sam S. Or, yeah. Everybody knows who we're talking about. Um, yeah. It was just mostly about the, you know the conversation between the two of them and trying to get data for this moving black hole. Um, and that was, I mean, it wasn't a lot. The end of the episode I thought was pretty cool um, when they realized that after they left, it changed direction. So it didn't have a pattern. Oh, yeah. And I immediately, as soon as they said that, I said to Artie, I was like, I think this black hole, whatever it is, I think it's sentient. And I thought that was great the way the episode ended how it, as it panned back more and more and more, it looked like an eye. Did right? It totally did. Yeah, thought that was pretty. Cool. It was an I eye, mean, or it was a pattern. Know, it was definitely not just a random. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, not at all. 
it was definitely trying to show us something. I don't know what it's trying to show us, but it was it was a cool visual effect. It was very cool. Um, I mean, so I guess this episode was trying to like, I mean, this was like the emotional Booker episode, right? So Booker is very yeah. um, torn up about. And rightly so about losing his uh, planet, planet and everything, <laughs> his whole planet, right? And so, uh, I mean, that's horrible. And so, Stamets, Stamets is the guy's name, Paul Stamets. Um, yes. Like they send him in as a, as, you know, and they have this like moment where they're trying to bond with each other. It was, I mean, it was kind of cool. Those are not two characters that you ever would really gather. And so I kind of get that, but it really paled in comparison to the whole, like, we're in episode two. They're still trying to put together the whole drama of what's the big bad of the yeah. season. Um, I do really like Tilly. I thought, I think Tilly, was, I've always liked Tilly, and she was good in these two episodes. Yeah. I'm not, I don't love the characters that are floating around. Like, I don't really love... Um, uh, who are the two characters who were sort of um, in each the two kids who were in each other's bodies? Oh. There, the, um, um. Their names are. I'm gonna find them in a second. Um, their names are whatever those two characters are. Um, like that storyline is not always Adira, right? The little girl's Adira. Yeah. Girl, yeah. I can call her a little girl. Adira and um, Gray. Paul, right? Paul? Gray. Adira Paul, and Gray. Yeah. Gray, Paul. Adira and Gray. Gray, Paul. Adira and Gray are, I guess I'm waiting for them to really click for me. Like, they, they, they're Stamets' children. Stamets and Stamets has a, Stamets and his husband, um, you know, they're, they're, Becoming their children. They so, are. I mean, well, I mean, they're taking care. I mean, those two are together, and they're taking care of these two teenagers. So they're like a family, right? You recognize so, you know who Gray is, by the way, don't you? Who is Gray? No, who's Gray? Gray's in another show that we that's, watched. That's Ian Alexander. That was uh, uh, Buck on the OA. Oh really? Yep. Huh. No, I did not um catch on to that. But I guess I mean yeah, he played both. So, I mean they're becoming the, the, the family with right? They're like a family unit. Um yeah, which is a thing we see on Star Trek before, like on the next generation then we saw like a family with um Wes Crusher and his mom and whatever, so um I mean, I like them, but I don't love that I'm being distracted by this. Like, I like them. I like the characters. I don't love the whole thing going on, but we'll see what happens. Um, meanwhile, the whole book and – I guess the whole book and Michael thing is the main thing right now. I don't know. How'd you, how did you like all that, like, other stuff going on on the side of the main storyline? Um I do like the Adira and Gray storyline because, like, for me, like, did you ever watch, did you watch Deep Space Nine? Yes. 
Okay. So it's the first time I've seen that they've brought the Dax story back around since Deep Space Nine. Well, so right, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting the way that this has transpired. I mean, right now, Gray is nothing but a figment, not so much a figment of, of Adira's imagination, but kind of like their, because of what they went through, their their minds, right. lack yeah. of a better word, melded. <laughs> Talking yep, Star Trek, yeah, we'll use the that, yeah. terminology. Their, their minds melded. Um, I think it's interesting that you know, this whole plan to uh, take Gray's consciousness and put it in a new body. I think that's kind of kind of cool. Um, yeah, they made that fake body. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a side, it's a side story that's going to take a life of its own and its own episode at some point, I'm sure. Um, you know, and it is what it is because you, know, you, you need – you know, those other side stories to flesh out the other characters, you know? Yeah. I did like how they were. So, I mean, Gray and the whole business is a little, I did like how they talked about, oh, this isn't a try before. Um, Dr. Sung did this with, you know, Data and then later Picard. And they, they talked about, like, that I, was funny. I, I did like that. I got a right? kick out of that. They're like, I believe I like he's that. Starship Captain in Picard. <laughs> yeah, it was great that they mentioned it. It was also great that that um, who said it? Not Samus, but that, that they didn't really kind of remember Picard. They're like, oh, I think the guy's name was Picard. I loved that it wasn't like Picard well, was a legend. And they were like, oh, I think Picard. Well, you, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta remember this is also nine hundred years later. So. Yes, which is fantastic. Yes, but and the only that thing that and, you know, and the discovery crew, well, the discovery crew, they have to learn about the past because you know what I mean. Like Picard is after when, when where they started. Picard is after them about twenty or thirty years, whereas. Yeah. Now they're 900 years in the future, so Picard is now their past instead of their future. You know what I mean? So, so they completely leapfrogged over him. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like it. I mean, it, it looks like the big thing this season might be getting some more Booker time. Like Booker, like yeah, I, mean, I love Booker. Booker. Not only having, I love Booker also. And I do like him. I mean, I'm, do I love Michael being torn between this? I don't know. It's great. But I do like Booker. And I liked the whole thing of him. I mean, look, I don't, do I like him losing this planet? No, but I like the idea that he's so torn. <laughs> he, he was seeing those visions in this episode, right? Like he was seeing his nephew. Is he seeing that or is he not? And is that a hallucination? Is it the anomaly making that happen like I, I kind of liked all That's that I was kind of wondering it kind of reminded me of um, kind of like oh, which, I don't remember which movie it was um, but um, it reminded me of Star Trek Next Generation when um, Whoopi Goldberg joined the cast when they thought they were saving oh, yeah. them from this anomaly, and it, but it was it was like it was it, they were like in this like weird like area that 
this whatever this anomaly was, it presented to you know you you saw what you wanted to see. That's what that that kind of reminded me of when Book was seeing yeah. uh, his nephew. Um, but clearly, it's in his head, or maybe the anomaly is just putting it in his head because Stamets didn't see it. Stamets is like, "What are you looking right. at?" <laughs> yeah. So. So it might be real, might not be real, which is great. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. pretty good. Second episode, whatever. Not great, but yeah. why not? Second episode, I mean, you know, just, you know, not a lot to talk about yet. So. We'll get there. So, all yep. right. All right. So we'll do this again next week, folks. We'll be shorter. We'll have no movie to talk about. Yep. Not until Spider-Man. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking yeah. of which, I I don't know when you plan on seeing Spider-Man, but I uh, I'm going opening night, and when I went to buy the tickets yesterday because they went on sale yesterday, by the time right. I logged into my phone, I I have the my, my local movie theater. I have the app. Clicked right. on the app, and I wanted to go. I wanted to go like six thirty or seven thirty, and they were both sold out already. So I'm going at five thirty on Friday the seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it opens, the 17th, 16th or 17th, right? Yeah. It opens, so, all right, that'll yeah. buy those tickets right away. All right, from what thank I under- you. From what, oh. I under- from what I understand, it's uh, premiering in the U.K. on the 5th, no, yes, the, on the 15th, for some reason, in the U.K. So I'm staying away from the Internet for three days <laughs> because Fair I enough. know yeah. there's going to be spoilers everywhere. So, As you anyway. should. All right. Yeah. I'll catch it. All right. All right. Well, we'll right do it now. again next week. Right. A little shorter show. Have a great week, Karen. All right. You too. Good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Good night.